And welcome back, That Pod Sports Episode Five. Uh, my name is Kevin, Artie, and John. Like always, on the other end, uh, Week Five. But how are we doing, guys? A lot of money being thrown around. Too not much, my, <laughs> not, too not much money di- being thrown around. Billionaires uh, paying millionaires more millions not, of dollars. None in, none in my direction, though, which is unfortunate. When do you think we'll I see the first how- billion-dollar baseball player? Uh, next year with Otani's contract. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 17 like years, $1 billion. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, Dr. Evil money. We're, we're on it. Yeah. Um, $100 billion. But no, we, we ended this last week with the, the bombshell of Xander Bogarts, you know, getting ridiculous money for 11 years and 280. And we start this one with Carlos Correa going to the Giants for 13350 What's with these deals happening like at midnight? Right. Right. Uh, it's 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 a weird proposition there, man. I don't know what like I guess because it's two West Coast teams. The news has to get out there sometime. But it's, yeah, man. Right. it's, it's, it's nine o'clock there still. It's it's it makes the 10 o'clock news, so to speak. Yeah, yeah fair I, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, if that was Korea, such a thing. Korea to the Giants, uh, 13 for 350. Another guy who pulled an Aaron Judge bet on himself ended up getting a bag and a half yeah uh, big time originally what he was offered five years 160 by the strohs in 2019 turned it down oh 2021 rather turned it down just before becoming a free agent uh yep. after having that 2019 season to end the, the covid year season uh ended up turning down 10 years 275 from detroit i mean don't blame him who the hell wants to go to detroit <laughs> Uh, he basically got the same deal, but for yeah, I mean, a few more then, years. Right. And then he opted out of the three year 105 that he did last year with twins. So, you know, I, I couldn't remember what he signed. I couldn't, I, I knew he opted out of something. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I thought he had a two or three year deal, but yeah, it was three, it was three 105. I, I couldn't remember. Wow. Jesus. Um, I mean, I'm not mad at him, man. Like, get your bag. Right, like, played the, he played the game and he played it well. And listen, he's now he's secure for the rest of his career and doesn't have to worry. Right, that's what in he his did. quarter. He's getting his, you know, third of a billion dollars, and he's done. He's set for life. His grandkids are going to be going to college for free. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he did what Judge did. He bet on himself again. Yeah, no, and and it's great. And like we were granted uh, full disclosure. I was asleep last night when this came through, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I woke up to fifteen text messages from Artie and John. That's and right. uh, my my old man cranky ass woke up to to the the notifications and the uh, the ESPN notifications and the world went crazy. I mean, on, <laughs> on its face, when I saw this last night, I was like, mm, that feels crazy to me. But, right. you know, when when Midnight Brain, you know, set in and you guys were saying, like, listen, it's 27 million a year average annual. Right. Value. I was and, like, oh, you know what? That's actually a good deal. Right. You know, 30, the 13 years is the is the the shock. But then you remember, like. You know, he's younger than Bogarts and, you know, he's basically getting the same. He's, you know, he's only 28. Bogarts is 30 and he's going to be this deal's going to go until he's his age 41 year, which he'll probably fucking retire at that point. So, you right. know, and and like it's like we said last night, it's a splashy number. All things considered, not terrible. Like you said, it's 27 a year. Uh, 27 annually for a shortstop who is two years younger than, than Bogarts demonstrably better than Bogarts. 
it's not terrible. It's the biggest contract ever for a shortstop, though. Fourth largest of all time. But this yeah, is but guy that, that distinction, I think that distinction is going out the window nowadays. I think, you know, the whole, hey, it's a uh, it's you know, this we don't give that kind of money to middle infielders because they're not the the power corner f- positions, you know, in the center fielder. We don't necessarily give that level of money to. I think in today's baseball, that's kind of out the window at this point, I think. It's you know there there are athletes at every position, even catcher at this point. So oh, granted, so I think that's so that like oh you know for you know it's just a point of order that like I think at this point he's going to move to third at some point. You know, no, granted, this. I mean he he projects well and defensively he projects well at shortstop for the next three or four years. Does he stay there long term for the duration of that thirteen year contract? Hell no. Um, but for the next at least four to five years, he'll probably still play short and. It like doing the projections and doing the war and all that out. Like if you project it all out, like he's still a elite level shortstop for what he is. You know, what yeah. I mean? And he Granted, he's go- he's going to be elite for at least I would say another four maybe five years before you really start to see any sort of precipitous decline. And then they'll probably move him to third, maybe left field. You know, and. Then eventually he could, you know, now now with the DH in the National League, he's going to be DHing probably at 38, 30, you know, 37, 38, 39, 40. Like, he's probably going to be DHing for the second half of this contract. But who gives a crap? Like, whatever. And then, he'll, you know, and that's it. You know, that, that's that's fine. for If he can still hit 280 and 22 home runs, they'll let him DH for a few years, you know? No, granted. And all this said, like, this is all well and good, but – you better have some strong personalities in that locker room and you better have it figured out because Carlos Correa is coming in hot. That man is outspoken. And if you don't have some leadership in that, if you don't have some leadership in that locker room, shit's going to blow up in a hurry. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Like he's a five, two player. He's probably the best pure hitting shortstop since Nomar, but he's also, if, if you believe the rumors and, if you read into all the comments he made about the cheating scandal, he's also a five-tool douchebag. So <laughs> it's <laughs> so like you, you, you and like I love the fact that he's going to the Giants because that's going to add that nice little extra bit of spice to that rivalry. Like the Giants needed a villain, and they they got it for that rivalry now. Like yeah. the Dodgers are going to boo them out of the fucking stadium, and it's going to be amazing. But. Mm-hmm. Not for nothing, too. A little, I don't know if you guys talked about it, but a little credit to the Twins. They tried to keep him. They made a competitive offer. 285 over 10, which is more AAV, which is the big thing these days. So you really can't, you know, can't say that the Twins left him, you know, at the altar there. They did. Well, I mean, they did try and keep him. They did. They did. But like they, they made their best attempt to keeping him there. Ultimately, they're just not good enough. They're just not. Correa wanted the years, though. Like that—that's what it was. Correa sure. wanted the years, and he wanted security. Like he wanted to be in a in a big market, and he wanted the security of being there long term. Like, if you think, if, that, do you think if they offered him twelve years for the twenty eight and a half million average per year, do you think he was going to stay in Minnesota? No, hell no. So it's tough hell to no. say. But probably they, not. They'd have they they have to give him thirteen, you know, twelve or thirteen years, and four hundred million. Like, no, right. did, yeah, like, and that's what would have had that's would have gotten it done, maybe. But that's that's it, you know. It's the first big deal of the uh, Farhan Zaidi 
like ownership and he had to knock it out of the park. Like after you missed on Trey Turner, after you missed on judge, like you yeah. had to go Gotta out get and you somebody. Had to get your dude. Right. And like, is Korea your, your guy? He's an elite level shortstop, but he's never hit over 30 in a year. He's never gotten a hundred RBIs in a year. Like comparatively, like he rates to like a Francisco Lindor and it, it all depends on like, how much you believe in Franco Lindor? Like, do do you think he's an elite level player, or do you think he's he's a very good player? You know what I mean? Like, the the money is comparable if you really look at it. Like that, whatever that three fifty is very comparable to the three forty one that uh that Lindor got. So apples to oranges or apples to apples. Like, it all depends on how you really rate them. You know? Right. Right. No, no I agree. Uh, it's it's the way it goes too. I I just I think the shock value at the beginning is just like, you know, I knew he you know, we all knew he was gonna get paid and it's just a matter of how much and who was gonna do it. And it's not surprising that it was the Giants because the you know you know what you know, what have they done this free agency? They've basically they signed they got know, better Ross, in a hurry. Is they what, is what signed right, so they signed Ross Stripling. Um, right, right. They signed Hanniger, um, right. and who else? I'm trying to remember. Sean uh, uh, Manea, two twenty. Oh, uh, Manea, right. I forgot. Right. That's so no, that's not a small. That's signing not either, a small deal, right? So, so they, but, but, what the problem is is that if you go, all right, we're going to start going all in now. We're going to start. You got to go all the way in. You can't. And they had to land like a name and they had to land somebody with skill and somebody with a long term long long term deal that was going to be the face of the franchise basically and right now that that positions them though like that positions them and that puts them in that ballpark to make a play for Otani next year right like, so now now exactly you really this is not just for this is not about this year this is about the next 5 years of being right. able to sign one two three year deals with you know the the good free agents to fill out your roster and it's going to be able to attract other free agents, pitchers and cat and and position players to come play with a decent core, like a very very sure. very talented core, you know. Right. And like they won what eighty one games last year. Of that, like this should be a ninety one team this year. Like all yeah. things considered, like with, this is going to be a first out. place wild card. This is good. they're going to be fighting for the division at this point. I think. Oh, it's a bloodbath now. That the the NL West, West is disgusting. Yeah, no, that's the NL West the is NL, fucking scary at this the, point. The NL East was is a battle. The NL West is a pretty big battle too now. I think that's going to be the better division. I think that's going to be the be. NL West. It might be the best division of baseball next year. Without it, very, it very well could be. It's one A one B at this point. Yeah, and circling back to John's point, uh, you know, as far as like the twins and, you know, they them making a good offer. Like at this point, next guy up is Danzy Swanson. Like that, that's that's who it's mm-hmm. going to be. And I, I wrote it in the rundown, and I'm going to get crucified for saying it, but the mm-hmm. whitest shortstop in baseball is going to the whitest baseball town in America. And I it's mean, it's fantastic. It's not. It's not wrong. It's <laughs> it's an accurate statement, and I mean racial characterizations aside it's it's, (laughs) sorry folks no listen it's fine it's as coming from you know one of the one of the white men in this in this podcast it's fine Oh, just one of them one of them um it's just one disclosure i am not one of them but yeah that's right yeah but ultimately i think you know at this point, the twins are like, we have to get somebody like they have all this money and they're not spending it. And it's just like, what do they do? 
The so. thing about the Twins is that they've been looking for somebody since Joe Maurer, and they're about to massively overpay for somebody yes. they hope can be the next face of their franchise. They thought. I it mean, was how be how much less how less of a player is Dansby Swanson than than Bogarts and Correa? Uh, is he the fifth? Less, he's he's the, the, is he like a distant third, or is he like one A, one B, one C? It's probably that next tier down, but he's not. Yeah. You, you can do a lot worse than that. You right, can do you know? a lot, lot worse than that. Like I could see him getting, you know, eight years, twenty five million per. You know, you're not going to get it. It's not exactly talking like, oh, well, you're going from, you know. Uh, what do you call it? Manny Machado to JD Davis? Like it's it's no. not that big of a step. To, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what that I'm talking about? Though, that lineup's going to be fun if they get Swanson. It's going to be what Swanson, Kepler, Christian Vasquez, Arez, Buxton. It's going to be like that all heart, all hustle. Like I'm just going to have that Midwest grit all stars. You know what I mean? And it's it, it's a very AL central move if you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's fair. And they listen, they need to compete. You know, Cleveland was the, the toast of the AL Central, but they're Cleveland's beatable. Cleveland is 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 very young, but Cleveland is still not sitting. I'm not sitting there as a, as a Twins fan. I'm not scared of the of the of the of of the Guardians rather. And so I think ultimately you need to you need to make it's moves. a very winnable division. It's very winnable. Things considered. Right. Um and uh, I'll parlay this back to Sean. Uh, other big news. Well, for us, it depends on who you want to start with first. Nimo back to the Mets. Eight years for 162. I think we lost John. John died. Did we lose him? John died. Oh, oh wait. John's back. John's back. Wait. Wait. Wait for it. Oh, wait. We lost his mic. Lost his camera. No, his my, internet, my internet cut out for a second oh, there. John's back. <laughs> there we go. He's back. There he is. He's back. So, so uh, uh, John, Nimmo, eight years, 162. How do we feel? The, the this, shock of Nimmo getting eight years, 162, uh, killed his feet. This is, yeah, this is. <laughs> so this is one of those things where this was a move that they had to make because otherwise the team was going to be a lot worse. And it's weird to say that. Because I'm not Brandon Nimmo is not exactly Ricky Henderson, but he was their leadoff hitter. And if you go, you know, do the digging between the numbers or whatever, he's one of the top ten percent. He's in the top ten percent of center field of uh, yeah center fielders in the game. So this was a move that they had to make. Now is this an overpay? Probably, but he's a Boris client. So mm. what did you expect? Mm. Uh, I didn't um, realize he was a Boris client. That, that, so that makes much more sense now. So I would have probably would have rathered maybe six years for, you know, once 140, you know, yeah. something in there. But you know what? This is what it had. To, they had to do it. He wanted to be a Met. Now he's a Met. They had how, to do this. This how is how old is Demo. This is his first big, big contract. So he's hold on. Let's see. He's, he's not like, that old. If he's like 27, 28, I don't hate he is it. 29 years old. I Right, so it's not I'm gonna, starting to not love it, but it's still you'll it's be fine those, for the first six years of that. You're gonna deal. you're gonna pay for the first six years and then deal with the last two, whether you trade them or whatever you you know whatever comes along. It's, I feel about this deal the same way I feel about that Trey Turner deal. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be decent for the first three or four years of that contract, and then his knees are gonna explode, and right. I'm gonna hate it. Possibly, I'm fierce. You know. I, I don't know. I just 
this was one of those moves that had to be done, kind of like the Yankees bringing back Judge. But here's the thing, too. The Mets are now just the same offense as last year. Right. They're, those, yes. They're not, they're not any they're, better. They're not better. They're the same. Just like the Yankees bringing back Judge, you could say, well, they're improved. No, they're the same. Right. You know, right. it's moves that had to be made. If the Mets lost Brandon Nimmo, it would have been a problem. If the Yankees lost Judge, it would have been a problem. All right. Well, we brought back it. We can't. The offense failed them in the last, I want to say, month of the season. They're basically running it back with the same guys. Right. It's that's, not. It's literally that's a the problem. Same. That's a problem. Right. Like, did, did you legitimately get better as a baseball club? Pitching wise. Yes. Pitching wise, um, you probably uh, improved. You probably improved. But Senga, work, like- work, work still needs to be done in the bullpen. That needs to be addressed. The rotation's probably set because, yeah, they signed Sango, and we'll, well, that's probably next on our list. But, <laughs> yeah, there you go. But he's, he's they're learning. not, they're he's not, they're not, um, I, they're not better offensively. They're the same offensively. So yeah, they are. I don't hate it. And- I don't love it, but they had to bring him back. Uh, you know, it's funny. I talked to, I was talking to one of my buddies about this, this back in August. At like our fantasy football draft, and you know, of the three people you had to bring, you were gonna that were free agents, Degrom, Diaz, and Nimmo. You can only pick two of them. Who's the odd man out? And both of us were like, "Yeah, probably Nimmo." And guess what? They retained Diaz and Nimmo, and Degrom is gone. So like, yes. you know, it just like, goes to, well, just now goes that, to show you how it goes. Now that you have Verlander and Senga, do you think the road mess rotation is better today than it was? You know. A month ago, I'll say I don't what know I was about Senga. Right, I don't, I don't know enough about Senga, and I'll say what I said when we talked about Degrom leaving for Texas. He pitched eleven games in which the Mets won one hundred and one. So was he really that big of an impact? No. So the problem with Senga is everyone says, well, he's going to have to adjust, and everyone said that about Tanaka and Otani and you Darvish, you know, those guys worked out pretty have either worked out pretty well or are working out pretty well. We'll see. He's not going to be a frontline yeah. starter, but also too. Well, I guess we could if, just jump right into Senga. If his ceiling is Dice K Matsuzaka, we're all right. I, I'll take it because you know why? Because look at the contract. You Darvish, right. Otani, and um, who was the other one I mentioned? I already forgot. Tanaka. 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 They got they got more money posting from Japan than Senga did. Right. Like I hope he's a Tanaka. I hope he's a U Darvish. Of course. Can can I count on that? I don't know enough. Like, no. The the NPB and and Far East Baseball, unfortunately, there's so much of a crapshoot as to right. what you're getting. It's the same, but that, different. And it's, right. it, you know, the, 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 it's the same thing when it comes to, you know, can the best college team compete with the worst NFL team? No, they can't because at every level on even the worst professional NFL team, they're all professionals. They're, they're conditioned in a certain way. The talent level player to player in college drops off dramatically. So right. same thing in, in the Japanese baseball. You can have one or two guys that are amazing, but then the talent level plummets. So, yeah, one, right. a 180 RA is great, but, you know, what does that translate to? A 3-5? Th- is that okay? You know, you know, what do you get out of him this year? That's the whole thing. And right. And like, granted, like he, 
he in in the years he's pitched in the NPB, he's never won less than eleven games. Like from when he became a legitimate starter, he's never won less than eleven games. That's how does great. that translate to? Like, how does that translate though to American baseball? Though, like, how does it's, that translate? I mean, that's to, that's to that's you'll here? never be able to quantify that. It's not like oh, it's a it's an eighty five percent equivalency. Like, right? The, right. And also, we'll the win. Because look at Matsui when Matsui came over here. Like, you know, hitting's, hitting's a little different too, right? Because Ichiro Matsui, right? You know, I also to the win Suzuki, base, Suzuki. The, yeah. the pitching um, win. The stat for a, pitch, a winning pitcher has been so depreciated over the last, I want to say, like four or five years that if DeGrom can win a Cy Young winning, what, nine games and Felix right. Hernandez winning the Cy Young that year, was it the year before or two years before that? Oh, yeah, it was like 12, six 12. wins. Yeah, he had 12. It was 12 and thir- like 12 and 11 or something. Yeah, year. like, sure. you know, 13, when, 12, when yeah. traditionally, yeah, the Cy Young winners, you know, 23 and two. You know, whatever the win is devalued. So it's all about how does the team, ERA. how does the right Just ERA. ERA, the whip, or, FIP. You know, how does it all translate? Are the, are the teams winning the games he's pitching? Because if you give up more than probably four or five runs a game, they're probably not. So it might be a little right. rough in the beginning, to be honest with you. Do we, do we uh, believe like, in the quality start stat? Is that another one? Well, six innings, yeah. three runs. Yeah, I guess. You in know. today's baseball, I do. I, I do. I, yeah. You got to get the pitcher to go six innings. You know, right, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Well, like, as as for like as far as the scouting reports, like all the scouting reports on this guy are fairly homogenous. Like you know what I mean? Like they're due to the relatively small like number of scouts who cover Japanese baseball. Like the, the, you would the scouting reports all say the same stuff. Like is he has a fastball that reaches triple digits, but it. Mostly sits at 95, 97, which is great. That's fine. He's got a Perfect. great fork. No ball. more than that. He's, he's got a great fork ball, but you don't really know anything about his other stuff. You don't know about his breaking stuff. You don't know about his control. You don't know about anything. So, like, the ceiling is a number two starter if things improve, like, and, you know, if things pan out right. But, like, he realistically could be a three. Like, that's your realistic four. Like, right. you, you really don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he has that ideal upside risk profile you want with this sort of signing. And like, if it's stuff translate, like suddenly it's a steal. Of course. But it's if a not, steal, then you but... overpaid, you know what I mean? Then you're stuck. And then you got Keigawa to, to bring back that name from last week. And like, right. And that could be a problem. Well, yeah. You know, but like, you know, and it also, well, it's, it's not in, in today's baseball. I mean, what was the posting fee for him? Yeah, you know that's a good question. That's that's the, probably should know that. Yeah, I mean, a, as far as contract wise, like you're essentially paying the same as the Phillies and the Cubs are paying for Tejon Walker and Tyone. So, like the guys with similar like scouting reports, I guess you want to call it like throws. Oh, absolutely, like absolutely, so, and but it also just goes to show you the top pitchers coming out of Japan got more money. So the proof oh, is in the putting in the contract now to, you know, again, I guess I'm learning. We'll transition. Chris Bassett went to the Blue Jays for, <laughs> well for, three, done. for 360 for three years, 63 million. Now, what does that tell you? The Mets trust a guy 
they've never seen pitch in the major leagues versus a guy they had for one season for what a little bit more money per year for Bassett. You know, what does that tell and, you? And, yes, and, he didn't pitch well down the mm-hmm, stretch, but was mm-hmm. it what do, was that enough for them to go out and did you find the posting fee? No, uh, this I'm is my fourth now. article I've looked at. Oh, and nobody's- all right, so whatever. So what? Well, so the, the Mets are in it for at least seventy-five million. I'm going to say they're in it for about a hundred, because let's just let's. I'm I'm guessing. I have no idea, but I'm guessing. Are they are they paid forty million? Let's say they paid forty million dollars more total for a guy who's an, a complete unknown in the major leagues versus a guy who pitched to what a three something ERA last year. He actually had a good year. And it, right, it's seventy-five. From what I'm reading here, there's no posting fee. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, right. Senga has no posting fee. He he opted. He opted, he opted out, out of his, his deal. last contract. In the oh, MVP. so he, he was, so there was a free agent deal. There's no. Posting All right. Fee. So then, so then the Mets are in for seventy-five. Five years, seventy-five. That's five seventy for a number three starter for the next two years, it, and maybe it up could two number two he, upside. If sure. he lives up to what they say he will, that's fine. Now, Bassett got an annual value of 21. This guy got an annual value of 15. So we're talking about $6 million more a year for two le- in two less years for Bassett. They had, what they, they had a known commodity. They let him go. It's, I'm really curious okay. what the – see, now I – Bassett is thirty three. This guy's thirty. Bassett is our age, and right, a little bit, a little bit older. Fine, but but again, a three year contract for a thirty three year old pitcher is not a death sentence. It's not a ten year deal. Not, you know no, what I mean? No. So not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not mad that they didn't re-sign Chris Bassett because they essentially replaced him. But the problem is, wh- you had a known commodity. What was so wrong about what he gave you last year that you chose to? Not pay that versus someone who's a complete unknown. Now, is it possible? Unless you saw, Thirty unless starts. You saw something in, yeah. Unless you saw something wins, that know, lights it up. You know what I mean? Like maybe, I, maybe I don't listen. Know. He pitched 180, 181 innings. Bassett. Thirty starts. Bassett. One hundred sixty-seven strikeouts. His ERA was three point three point four two. You can't ask for much more out of him. His whip was one point one four five. It was whip was under one point one five. Like that's All right. that's a really solid number two. That's what you want from your number two pitcher in today's baseball. And they so now, and they now, gave that that okay. right. I agree so now, with you, John. They gave up a known commodity for, for somebody for an unknown. And it's and does he so, have more upside than fifteen and nine and and that? I don't know. If you get the exact, if you if you get the exact same thing, what do you like what do you consider that? A success or a failure? Or is it so, you know, or, or do we push? Do we call it a push? You it's know, a push. So, if you get the same thing, it's a push. Comparatively comparatively and green assault and however you want to you want to back the truck up out. back the truck assault right. up <laughs> but pour it on the wound sango sango had what 11 wins six losses last year uh era of 1.94 that's a great uh, era that's excellent no that's right. great he, he he pitched in 22 games their seasons like a, I just looked. Their seasons 
Season's 144 games long. It's not, so it's, right. it's a little short. So, it's so, you know, four or five starts last year. Yeah, and he pitched 144 innings. So compare not him bad. to Bassett. Like, not bad. More of, an not. More of an innings and, and, eater. Bassett, and 180 he, innings and 30 starts is not a lot of innings. No, you like to see that he, over 200. He struck out 156 over that 144. Uh, very, so, com- very comparable. It is, but again, it's the jet. It's the MPB. We'll see. We'll see. Now, how now let's now let's put our tinfoil hats on. Do they sign this guy to bring in Otani next year? I think that's definitely part of it. I think that you're you're playing nice with the Japanese market, and you're playing nice with Japanese agents in the event that this is now going to give you some some play, and this is going to give you some sort of. Uh, this is going to give you a seat at the table, in other words. Absolutely. Listen, the Mets have been on just in on just about everyone this offseason. No reason why they shouldn't be next year. Next year, in on him next year. No reason why not. And, and Steve Uncle Cohen, Steve George Stein, shown, the reincarnation of George Steinbrenner. Yeah, yeah Uncle well, Stevie has shown no, uh, no qualms about spending money. Yeah, they're well, going to be like eighty million at Kurt, right now. They're probably going to be about eighty million over the luxury tax. Yeah, but he, but see, you know, you know what's funny he about this? Give shit. Well, he, he doesn't be, because he, he said he literally said at his intro press conference that after he bought the team, someone asked him like, "Well, you know, you know your your net worth and blah blah blah." He's like, "Well, yeah, we're going to spend money, you know, put money into the team, obviously." And then someone asked him about the luxury tax. He's like, "Well, if you're going to go over it." You might as well go over it, right? Like blow past the limit. Don't don't just go over it by like a million or two. Like if you're going to do it, do it. Right. I mean, there's listen. The that's the problem I've had with the Yankees is that like the Yes Network prints fucking money. Like they have it, they can spend it. They could go right hundred million dollars a year if they wanted. And what they'll tell you is they don't want to put. They want to. They don't want to put forty or fifty million dollars into other t- other teams. I money. don't. I don't care about that because guess what? They're not going to spend it. They don't spend it, right. and they don't spend it. That's twenty of the thirty of the two thirds of this league don't spend have that money. owners that put the money back in their own pockets and don't reinvest it in the team. Teams like the Oakland A's, the Twins, the Blue Jays, for the most part, Pirates, the Pirates, the Marlins. Look at the Marlins. Like right, they win a World Series and then fire the whole team. You know, I mean, come on, the Angels. You know, the Angels yeah, spend. The Angels are like they're 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 half pregnant. They they t- they dip their toe in the water when it comes to spending money. Oh, we we spent money on Trout. Like, oh, right, that's but we're it. not going to get it. We're not going to get anything else. And you know what they say? You can't be half pregnant. So no, you're either, that's you're either that's in or the out. problem. That's the problem. Like, you know, ultimately, it's. You know, you have all these teams. Who gives a shit? Let them have it. And the other thing, too. And the other thing, too. Sorry, Kev. The other thing, too, is he Cohen said when he took over the team that the farm system was depleted. So they're not trading any prospects that they big prospects that they have because they need to build up the farm system. But in order to win now, you have to spend the money. So look at all the big deals in two years. Scherzer and Verlander are off the books. That's 80 plus million off the books just in that Robinson Cano money comes off after this year. So that's 20 million in savings this year. All those contracts for the older guys are short-term deals. Nimmo is relatively young. Fine. Because also too, don't forget Alonzo's up soon. McNeil's up soon. A lot of these guys are up soon. So, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to have an issue signing them because obviously they have no problem spending, 
but you have you, you have to keep your own you want to keep your own players and it's also more financially viable to use your farm system because you have six years of team control where it only gets expensive in the last two years if they're any good did, did you know here's here's you, a question for you go, go ahead do you think that they try to make a run at Juan Soto I don't know. I don't why? know. I why? don't know. So why, would you, thing. why would you? Why would you go for that? Why would again? You, uh, leaving my tinfoil hat on. He got traded to the Padres. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Big blockbuster deal. Okay. But he went downhill after, especially after Tatis got busted. Now, right. I'm not saying he was. I don't know. Whatever. But it's pretty ironic that. You're having a pretty good year. You get traded, and then a guy on your team gets busted, and he and now you're struggling. Mm. Like it seems a little fishy. Again, I know nothing. I can't say for sure. I'm not. I'm not in the business. However, that's another guy who's going to command five hundred million dollars. Uh, you know, is he going? It's Aaron Judge's contract is going to be pale in comparison. You're going to look look towards Judge. Look towards Harper. Look towards right. those types of deals. Are the Mets willing to pay that? I don't know. Maybe. How old is Soto? He's young. He's 20, like 23, 24. Yeah. You yeah. know, so what does he have? Team control for this year and next 24. year? Or is it just he this just year? Turned, he just turned 24 in October. Well, how, long, so, how much longer is he under team control? I know this year, but is next year too? Or is that yeah. it? Uh, well, don't forget, he's still. I think he's just got one year last, right? He, no, he's. um. Two years. Two he years, was sorry. So he's a he's a free agent in 2025. He had he's still in his arbitration. That's what I mean. So he's under team control. So so he'll get a decent chunk. And he's See, like agent so, Scott Boris. Right. So they're estimating that he's probably going to be. So he'll have an arbitration hearing. He'll right. get twenty three million dollars. Well, or something. spot tracks estimating him around twenty. Oh, okay. So, far but so so you're saying 20 this year, he's going to have arbitration next year, and uh, so this year and then next year. So if he has a good year this year, it'll probably go to 25 next year, right? You know, he's going to be a 40 million dollar guy probably. Yeah, I could see that. I could see just 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 based on the market and what he probably would command. Yeah, you know, last year with. Trying to see. Last year, he made a combined between the Padres and the Nationals made seventeen million. Okay, so he so salary goes up obviously with arbitration, but you know, Silver Slugger, Silver Slugger, you know, all MLB teams like he's a good player. It's I don't know. You know what? I really can't even say if the Mets will go for it. I can't worry about that until. Well, so here's so, so here's the thing. The Mets have Starling Marte in. So if you want to talk about who are their outfielders right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have Starling Marte under control until 20 through the 2025 season. Mm-hmm. They have who else? Who am I not thinking of? Obviously, they have Nimmo. And who am I not thinking? Who am I forgetting about? Uh, Canna. Mark Canna. Mark Canna is through 2025. So Mark's got two years. Yeah, so he was two year, 26 and a half million. Um, he's a free agent for the 25 
season. So he's got two years on the deal. So, but he's 33. Um, Starling Marte's 34. And Nimmo is 29. So, um, you know, you'd have to look to their farm system to see who they're going to, who's on the, the, the chopping block for bringing up. But yeah, you know, I guess. And like, listen, in two years, yeah, he's going to only start getting paid and probably, you know, Soto's going to be paid in another two years. So it's feasible for us to say as soon as, you know, basically Scherzer comes off, Verlander comes off, that's $80 million. You could, all right, you're going to give him $30 million a year, $35 million a year for, you know, a decade and a half. Fine. Right. Go ahead. Knock yourself also, out. We also have to, you know, redo him, the rotation at that 30. point. But I can't worry about that. Because but that's the Pod- two, now we're talking two years down the road. Padres aren't going to trade him unless there's some kind of fire sale. You know, see, now the other but thing. But I think they would because they have too I think they have an overabundance. Yeah. Now it's like they have duplicate, but they have duplicative talent. Like, yeah, I mean, well, there's the yeah. rumors of Tatis to the Yankees, you know, in a big trade. But what is that going to cost? No, thanks. No, thank you. Fuck that. Don't want that. Don't want that headache. No, thanks. But, like, but what is that going to cost? That's going to cost you Volpe and, you know, maybe Peraza. That's going to cost you at least. That's going to that's going to just it's a, can we fucking hang on to a, a prospect in the farm system? You know, I understand. I, know, I judge. Listen, I get ju- judge, you know, brought up in the farm system. But, you know, it's like, funny. It's you I like these high schoolers. I don't like these college grads in the farm system. You either hang on to a, the Yankees, either hang on to a prospect too long or not long enough. Right. They Lost they. You, you you brought up the wrong catcher, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about giving second, third, fourth, ten thousand fucking chances to a catcher on the Yankees? Please. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well. Yeah, I hear you. So, yeah, so that's that's enough about yeah, the Mets and their this. finances. Um, uh, Arthur's well, still stewing over there. Switch it though. The yeah, mean, we'll go across the, town. The Spankies. You're, 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 yeah, you're getting you're getting angry about it. So, uh, the Yankees reportedly did make a full offer to uh, Rodon. Thoughts? Supposedly, uh, they're apart on the years. It's a it's a it, they have to get it done. Like they they will not be able if they don't get him, they will not be able to compete in the in the well, AL East this year. Where the hell else would he go? Like at this point, like what the hell is the market for Rodon? There is none. No. That's, Giants. That's what, I, that's what I fear for that guy. You know what I mean? Like I don't. The only team I could see that has money to spend, if he was willing to go to like the Twins, um, or like the Giants, maybe Houston. Like Houston, Houston's not going to spend that money. Cardinals. Nah, Cardinals are done spending money. They're done. I think they're, I think they're done does on he, big. Does he end up going back to the Giants? That's what I'm saying. Like he's, I think the Giants might say, you know, I think he might say, you want to, you know, you want to give me the eight year, the eighth year, probably the, you know, and they go, okay, you know, and they just they I bite mean, the bullet they, and say, fuck it, let's go. They had a good thing there. Like they had a good thing going. So I don't I don't see why he would leave. You know what I mean? Well, that probably like, what happened was they offered him five, he said, or six, and he said I can get seven or eight from the Yankees, and the Yankees are like, we'll give you six, and he's like, yeah, I, I want eight, I want eight, and he wants eight, and that's the problem. Well, just based on Yankee Twitter, everyone's like, why is this not happening yet? <laughs> like, 
What's the holdup? You gotta love that arrogance, man. Why haven't we got this done yet? Like it was, I hate, I hate, I hate, I, I hate Yankee fans and Yankee fans. Listen to me. Listen, listen to, listen to your, your, your friend here. Listen to Uncle Artie. Listen to Papa Artie. Listen to Uncle Uncle Arthur. Uncle Arthur coming in hot. You need to chill the fuck out. You need to stop. You need to stop because it is 2022. It'll be 2023 in a month. There is no more mystique. There is they. There is no more. George, George is not coming back from the dead. He's not coming out of the grave. Enough. Are, are you really going to hit him with the Rick Pitino? Larry Bird's not walking through that door. <laughs> George's not walking. Through that but door. it's not about that. The Yankees are not the. There is the Yankees are not a brand anymore. Stop acting. The Yankees front office needs to stop acting like they matter more than. No, the they teams. no. See, that's the thing. They are a brand. They, they're not exactly. a team. They're, no, no, right. They're, they're they a are brand. a brand. They're, I'm they're sorry. not a baseball they're, team. Correct. That's the problem. They're not a baseball brand anymore. They're an entertainment. Brand. Right. They're they're an entity. Right. So in, in baseball circles, they don't get looked at the same way anymore. And the Yankees need to understand that. And the fans need to understand that because you guys haven't been to a world series in 2009. Like, and that's, and that's the last time the, the ownership group really pushed to really go balls to the wall. And they, and, and in the 2009 economics, they were able to go land the best pitcher on the open market, the best free agent hitter on the open market two of the best pitchers on the open market and the best yep. free agent hitter. And you basically turned your pretty good 90 win team into a 97 win team, 98 win team and a playoff, you know, juggernaut. That team is not that formula doesn't work anymore because you are getting outbid constantly by not two other teams, but seven or eight. There are now the, the Dodgers are not your only competition. You have the Mets, you have the Giants, you have Texas, the Texas fucking Rangers, like, you know, spending money on DeGrom, you know, Seattle writes a check here and there. Like, it's it's wild. You know, it's right. all it takes is one team to just come out of nowhere. There are not seven Tampa Bay Rays out there. Not half the league is not spending 100 million or less on their payroll anymore. Those right. are that's not the way it's some teams are sure, but it's not a majority or half the league anymore. And so you can't that formula is old. And that's that's why I think Brian Cashman has to go as the GM of the Yankees, because his philosophy, while he he's kept up with analytics and he's run a, a tighter ship and his international scouting is pretty good. You know, their international scouting department is is trying to keep pace with the other teams. They just don't they can't just outspend everybody anymore. And ultimately that was that was the the thing in the back pocket for the Yankees was, well, we'll give you that ninth year. Oh, okay, Judge, we'll give you that extra year. We'll give you the extra five million dollars annual annual value a year. They can't. They don't. And because the, the Steinbrenner family doesn't want to do it anymore. They don't right. want to just outbid everybody. So guess what? That's that you can't do it. It's not going to be the way it goes anymore. All right, rant over. Stop! Stop expecting things to just be put, put in your lap. You can't get Christmas presents every year. But what I mean, if we? But what if we can? can? Yeah, right. they think they can. Well, yeah. we'll see. Until something awesome. happens, until something happens, there's always hope. Just like Judge oh. was going to the Giants until he wasn't. Right. And staying in the AL East, and people who have an ego and an arrogance about them that they shouldn't. Rafael Devers is still sitting at home with his stick in his hand, waiting for a fucking contract offer. Is he a free agent? Uh, uh, I no. believe he's no. 
He's another arbitration guy. Uh, right. So, so he, he was arbitrating. He, he was arbitration eligible in 21 last year. Yeah, this um, is third. This is his final year of arbitration. I think that's right. He's in his third right. arbitration. So he's not going to get a contract. He's going to get arbitration. He is, but they don't have to order. They don't have to offer him anything. That's the problem. You don't. You no, don't. but they could trade. They they would probably trade him. That's it's right. A, so that, that that's where that's where I'm at. Because they're not. If he's if he's too. If he's if Bogarts is gone, they 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 have to decide whether or not like the Red Sox have to put their big big boy pants on right. and say, all right, we're going to blow this up and we're going to start from scratch and we're going to build from the farm system. So they got to replenish the farm system. They got to, they got to get some high prospects, <clears throat> trade an asset. You have an, you have a bird in the hand, trade them. Where yeah. does, where does he go? I don't fucking know, but you know, <laughs> who's got an overloaded right. farm system or whatever, like, you but know, at this point, like, the the thing is, like, if ditching Mookie Betts pissed you off and losing Xander Bogarts has you pissed if you're a Red Sox fan, then you better sit down because Rafael Devers not getting a contract and him being next on the chopping block is going to really fucking grind your gears. Like, he's got a year left, and if you're not going to throw that $300 million at him, then he's going to walk and you're going to have nobody on that team anymore. Like you have no verifiable, quantifiable stars on that team that you can no. count on to, to, to do something for you, you know? Yeah. But it, it is what it is. Like he, he could like, ideally, like if you're not going to play ball, you're not going to prioritize, give him a contract and you're just going to send him to arbitration. I mean, he could very well just say, fuck it. And just go to a, Destination gives them the best chance to win, and that's not Boston right now. You know what I mean? Like, did you I mean, did you know that to, did you know that Stanton is thirty three? He's already thirty three years old. Jordan Carlos Stanton. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the Yankees. Yeah, he signed for like the next fifteen years. He's yeah. he signed through twenty twenty nine. Yeah, that's insane. Yep. I mean, the the Red Sox still have Trevor Story. Uh, you know, I know. Trevor Story is not like he's not a building block anymore. He was he was another one of those. I was a product of Colorado more than people want to give. give, Col- you're, give you're probably right. You're probably right. That's Trevor. Yeah. Trevor Story is the Troy Tulowitzki of 2020, 2021. He's literally didn't he was literally the, like the same exact player. As he's Troy the same Tulewitzki. guy. Fair enough. Fair same, enough. Same guy. And, oh. and, and, and I'm sorry, but I think. Danzy Swanson is it's too low. Is another too low. Like yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I, Swanson's a little bit better than Tula was. He is, but not much, not significantly. How, how, how much of it is he's really good. And how much of it is. I have that, a hell of a lineup around that me. lineup was Atlanta, stacked. That's that's gonna stacked. God. I'm looking at the, the players that that Yankees have under contract. What a between Donaldson and Stanton, you want to talk about basically, you know, fifty million dollars of fucking stupid money, like mm-hmm. stupid money. Dude, talking about stupid money, <laughs> Noah Syndergaard got a one year and like fifteen million dollars to go to the Dodgers. That's nice. Good for him. Where you get fifteen? You said. Uh, I believe it's fifteen. It's either thirteen or fifteen. That's not that bad. I mean, that's fine. That's a that's that's a flyer. Like at this point, that's the old one year eight million. Like from ten years ago. Like that's a flyer at this point. So it he's is. 
he's he, I can't believe how he's another one that I've wondered if they if he juiced because he fucking fell off the face of the earth after he left the Mets. He, he added a shit ton of muscle and he came back and then he threw like his like threw his arm on out. it and he blew himself out. Oh, and you mean like the Grom? Like DeGrom no, got, no. DeGrom did the same. I mean, DeGrom was like, I'm going to throw a hundred miles an hour, like all the time. Like we said last week, like, you know, what, what were they doing? It's as, if we don't, it's as if we don't have a good pitching coach to sit them down and tell them, don't fucking do that. No, I they mean, don't respect anybody. They were a bunch. That's the problem is that they were the three Harvey DeGrom and Syndergaard thought their shit didn't stink. And they were kind of egomaniacs, the three of them. For a while, the Groms didn't. But until he got hurt, the problem was, well, those guys are hurt. You know, Noah right. left Noah Noah left the um, the qualifying offer for the Mets for an extra $3 million from the Angels. Ended up getting traded anyway. Right. And now he's getting less money on a one-year deal with the Dodgers. So, you know, it just goes to show you where he's ending up. He's he's going to be a career long reliever at this point. Probably he's, he's not going to make a difference on the Dodgers. No, he's no. not. He's a fifth starter at this point. And uh, I think that touches all of our uh, baseball talk this week. Probably by the time we wrap this up, something else will happen. But you never know. Yeah, you know. Just gotta watch my phone. That's all. <laughs> I'll keep Twitter open. I got the iPad and the phone going. So look at us. Look at us! All this, all this, techn- all this technology. Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, the Knicks, so Knicks beat the Bulls. Just in case, anybody did they? Knows. Yeah, in overtime, one, Brunson one, hit a dagger three at the end. There, that was pretty good. I watched one, it. One twenty-eight, one twenty. Beat the Bulls. Bulls are bad. You remember? You remember when this game was fucking can't miss NBA basketball? That's right. Knicks Bulls twenty years ago. Yeah, twenty years ago. I can't really okay. get into basketball until the playoffs, anyway. Yeah. Call me uh, call me in February. That's what I was exactly. saying. Exactly. Same thing in hockey. Same thing in hockey. Same thing in hockey. Talk mm. talk to me in February, March, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, talk, to me when 50, talk to me when fifty something games are on are on the, the, you, the table. You think the Islanders make it? Well just real quick and veering and, and taking this uh a hard left with our show format. You think Hang the Islanders on, let's make see. it? Let's oh see. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. John and I are on the same page here. Uh, what are we doing? What are I we just doing? don't know enough off the bat. I mean, they yeah, are I mean, competing it, with it, the Pens for that third. I mean, they're a wild card team, right? They got there. a point yesterday against the Bruins. The Bruins, they hung with the Bruins, top team in the league. So, nah, like I said, I don't know, man. call me in January, February, and see where these teams are. We're 30 games in, we're roughly 30 games in for most teams. Yep, for most teams. So, we're approaching the halfway point. I don't know. New Jersey so, seems to be running away with it. Boston seems to be running away with it. Yeah, they're they're first place in the wild card right now in the Eastern Conference. Right. So they're looking Rangers, good. And Rangers are second. Look at that. Right. So tread a little water, do your thing, and most importantly, like in all sports, just stay healthy. Win ten out of yeah. twelve in February and March and And you're good. You're good to go. It's amazing yeah. what winning does. It cures all problems. Yeah. Well, That's true. That's true. I just I, I don't know how much I want to ride. Sorokin for the rest of the year and well, it's like else. well the big thing now in the NHL and it you know to take a page from the NBA is you know load management basically that, you know that's on true. back-to-backs the, the, the goalies never play on back-to-backs unless it's the playoffs and you'll have you need a good backup in the league because you're he's going to make probably 20 starts 
Um, and that's- I still, I'm, I'm still a little salty about the Islanders fire, firing trots. I still don't think that was the right move. Something doesn't smell right with that, but you'll never know. All right. Yeah, you'll never, you'll never hear the the true Stanley story Cup winning coach like re- who like somebody called a, called in the owner and said, ah, I don't want this guy anymore. You'll you'll never get. You never the, know the truth of that. Yeah, because rumor has it they didn't want to lose this assistant that they had, so they'd rather keep him, make him the head coach. But and like Ledecky has done enough with that team to, to get them to be competitive and, and to no, you finally have good. Them. You finally have good ownership with that team. Who right. cares? Who gives a shit? Who's invested in the team? Right. They're headed in the right direction. They're a good team. They're a young. I don't say a young team. Three years ago, they were a young team, right? But, but they, you know, they, they had to like, right. They, they missed on every free agent this off season. So I don't know what that tells you, but I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But we'll see. It, I, I don't know, man. I mean, this is the NHL hour. Um, I, I just sent a tweet. Jason Whitlock, who's lost his fucking mind in the last few years since he oh, left boy. ESPN. Yeah, he has. He tweeted. He retweeted the um from the NBA New York Twitter account, which I didn't realize oh, NBA. Dear God. So he tw- he retweeted. Nick's holiday had a holiday party. Um, six players were 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 photographed with their wives or girlfriends, wags, as we would say. Mm-hmm. Um, five of the girlfriends or wives are white, and one of them is black. One and the one that's black is actually with one of the white players. That's I- irony there. And and the black girl wore a white dress, and all the other white girls wore a black dress. And so Whitlock's tweet. Snowstorm struck New York last night. Like, dude, oh, what, what the fuck? God. He's mm-hmm. out of his goddamn mind. There's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anywho, Jason Whitlock, you never, never fail to disappoint. Fails to fucking disappoint. Back, back to a irrele- relevancy. Wherever he is now, where is he? At Fox? Uh, yeah. Was it at one point he was with uh, Cowherd, wasn't he? Um, he was riding Cowherd's coattails for a long time, right. but I think they kind of. Um, no, you know what? He actually he's got his own thing going on. Yeah, he's he left. Um, he started his own website company thing, yeah. blog Man, thing. But we we can jump if you want to and talk about the uh, the terribleness of sports media right now and and how goddamn grading things are. Or we can jump into the NFL. No, do the NFL. We'll save that to the end. I, I don't want to get angry. I need, I need, I need happiness. I need to have my head on straight to talk. <laughs> yeah, about the I NFL. don't want. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that right now because whatever. You're, you're just gonna get angry. Yeah, I, I hear you. So. Just gonna get angry. We're too, too busy talking about worrying about the past with that stuff. But let's move on. <laughs> and that people is called a tease. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Going into it, then. Uh, NFL recap. We got uh, Raiders against the Rams. That was the Thursday night game. Yes, it was. That was the Raiders game to put Raiders. Like, Raiders blew a lead. The Raiders pulled the Ravens. I don't want to say that like it was their game to have, but like you should have won that game. It was like a game they could have. It was no. It was a very winnable game. You know, I mean, and not for nothing too. Baker Mayfield leads a 98-yard drive when he's been on the roster for like 25 minutes. Baker just doing Baker things, you know? You know, I listen, they should have probably had like, I don't know, maybe 
15 more, 20 more points in that game. I, the, there's, the, the Rams are not a good team this year. The defense compromised. The offense compromised. They're, like, they're on their like fifth quarterback this year. What is going on? I mean, credit to Baker for not giving up on that damn game. Oh, 100%. And, 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 oh, a thousand percent. Like that, that was a hell of a drive, and, and he did the damn thing and did what he had to, but God damn, do the Raiders suck. Like that, there is no excuse to lose that game at all. But, no. No. I remember saying, oh, the Raiders minus, I don't know, what was it six and a half lock? Yeah, well, look how that turned out. Oops. <sighs> yeah, and, and we go. And we go back to our to our argument here that Devontae Adams should be getting more out of Dave. Uh, what's his face? David Carr. I, I want Derek, no, Derek, I want Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. David Carr. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say David Carr, and then I was like, wait, no, he he's the one who got murdered behind a Texans offensive line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what he get sacked like eighty times in his rookie year. That that's what it was. Yes. Oh my god, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> if you guys weren't, yeah, to, to anybody listening, if you weren't around for fucking uh, early two thousands NFL, you you missed uh, the expansion year of the Houston de- of the Houston Texans was yeah. a, was a was a wild. Yeah, you ride. missed you missed David Carr pretty much <clears throat> getting murdered being, on every uh, play. Be, yeah, being a martyr for our sins on uh, every consecutive Sunday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, like I said, I think that that's pretty much. Uh, not much to say about that game other than the Raiders blew it. Uh, yeah, they blew it. Raiders really no other it. way to say it. McDaniels Baker, ruins teams. Baker got himself a, a shot now as far as, you know, he's probably going to start for the rest of the season. Par- and parlay this the, into a two-year $27 yeah, gonna, million dollar deal. He's going to Matt Flynn the hell out of this and, and get himself a good... <laughs> Matt Flynn. <laughs> no, that's, that, first of all, A plus reference. B, I, I, I don't think they'll go that wild. Um, you know, Matt, yeah. Matt, stat, I mean, bro, Matt Flynn, who's, who, who's paying him? First of all, who the fuck is paying? Who's paying Baker? Listen, you don't see the thing is, you don't know at the end of the season or going the into te- the offseason what team needs a quarterback. The Texans are going to need a quarterback. The Texans? I was just about to say the Texans. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> definitely the Bucks. Brady's leaving the Bucks. Right. Like he's going to San Francisco. <laughs> Titan Titans. Titans might need a quarterback. No, they, have Malik they have Malik Willis. No, they have Malik Willis. Uh, they have Malik Willis. They they'll they'll Malik give him a flyer for for twelve games. Uh Arizona Cardinals. That's possible because Kyler, you know, got his leg or, chopped off. Or the popcorn. Let's go. I want to see that. I want to see it all burned to the ground in Arizona. I fucking can't stand it. I want to see it all burned to the ground. All drama. I love drama. So, I love the drama. So anyway, next. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Jets Bills. And, I don't. Uh, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to burn. I don't want to. I don't want to live in this. The, I don't want to relive this nightmare five days later again. Well, Mike White died for all your sins because he came back from the dead like fifteen <laughs> times. <laughs> Jesus, will repent. No, uh, I mean, that was. Okay, got the zombie corpse of a fucking like <laughs> dead character. He he got sawed in half and then came back in. They won't say they're still not disclosing what his rib injuries are, and I'm I'm fairly convinced everyone is convinced that it is there is at least one or two cracked ribs going yeah, on. Yeah, the, the injury report says soul. Like that's it. They, they, <laughs> that's what I said. He's uh, he's questionable return with you know soul as the injury. I mean, he lost uh, everything. 
underwords are less on the game itself. I mean, other than the fact that he was a mother tough motherfucker and he's my he's my quarterback now. Um, other than that, you, you, you're gonna you're gonna cry and pull a Tony Romo uh I, Carol Owens out. I oh, would die for the man. No, <laughs> I think and hundred words or less about the game. I think with the weather, what it was, I think. And I think the injuries have finally caught up to the Jets. Like, I think they miss their, I think they, they miss a couple of key players that you were like, oh, that's not a big, no. Like, I think their offensive line is just not going to be able to to blow people away anymore. And like it was in the, in the first 10 games of the season. And I think the defense is getting tired. And I think they're, the defense is not a turnover machine defense. They're not, they don't scoop and score. They don't pick. And listen, I don't, you can't, I want to get out of the business as a Jets fan of not having my defense, not having to think about, oh, my defense is so good. Let's hope they score a touchdown because that's the only way we're going to win a game. Like, I do, we have to get out of the business of that mentality. So, that was the only way they were going to beat the Bills by the second quarter. You kind of figured that one out. Third quarter, you're like, the, but you thought that, oh, the, the Bills are going to be the same way. And then the Bills turned on the second half and the Jets tried to keep up and couldn't. And that really was the, you know, they just, they don't have, they don't have it yet. They're, they're on their way. They just don't have now, it yet. And the Bills, now Bills are turning more, it on. Now, was this more a Bills win or a Jets loss? Uh, I might say Bills win. Honestly. I would say that too. I would say sixty-five percent of Bills win, thirty-five percent Jets like lost it. They yes, were they in it in the first half and it was nothing, nothing until the end of the second quarter? Yeah, and you were like, okay, if they just could have thrown a, if they could have you know actually put a drive together and score a touchdown, Bills would have been on their heels and that game could have looked very differently. Sure, like you could say that, but I think ultimately the Bills are just. A, much more well-balanced team. They were built for those conditions. The Jets are not built for the cold weather December football as presently constituted. They're built to do fine in it, but they're not built like to, to thrive in it. The Bills are built to fucking thrive in it. Josh Allen, Josh, you will see, you will remember, oh yeah, Josh Allen is enormous. His arm is really fucking strong. He can run and he can throw the ball and zip it through bad wind, bad weather, wet conditions. He could still put he could still put it in there. And listen, Mike White has a couple of good throws over the middle of the field that were goddamn perfect strikes. And you're like, you're like, and I sit there and go, oh, that's, that's, that's how right. a quarterback is. So that's that that you go, that's it. That's it. You know, that's that's how I feel every time I see him throw one of those 22 yard, you know, post routes right down the right down the middle of the field in double coverage and he strikes right in the guy's hands at the high point. That's a not you're not gonna get that. Like Geno Smith can't do that, you know? And Geno Smith is now all of a sudden a decent quarterback. Tannehill doesn't do that. And he's also making these nice out, you know, these out route throws 15 yards from the the opposite hash. He can make the throw and he does it in a game in bad conditions. He's it's the talent is there. The capability is there. Can he be consistent and can he put it together? And can the Jets build an offensive line and, and a wide receiver core that is diversified enough that is, you know, going to be able to keep up with it? They're good. They're just the bills were better. They were their bills are just a way better team and the conditions were bad. So that was not a hundred words or less. I know. No, it wasn't. <laughs> we forgive That's- you. We're not counting. We're not, yeah, it's, it's fine. Uh, moving on uh, across 
town or across the locker room, I guess, if you want to call it that. Eagles at the Giants, and this one hurt, guys. This was one word: bloodbath. Yeah, Yeah, this I honestly didn't expect much out of the Giants this game, to be honest with you. Personally, I took the Eagles minus seven and didn't look back, and I have no regrets. So it made. I I didn't I there was I said there's no way that they're losing by there's no there's no way that they're winning by any less than a touchdown. The the Giants dug themselves an early hole. They were the some of the defensive play Julian Love trying to go for an interception when all he has to do is knock the ball down on a fourth yep. and like whatever at the giant and they would have gotten the ball at their own 41 good that field position it flipped that that honestly pretty yeah you're probably right that probably that was, changed the game it was a disaster from there on out the eagles offense just basically turned it on pour, and poured it on the whole game until what about six minutes left and they pulled their starters yeah yep. there's really not much whenever to say. you have whenever you have your starters pulled in the fourth quarter of an nfl right you're either blowing you're either blowing out or getting blown out <laughs> Right, and that's it. that's I mean, all you have to say. Hertz is probably your MVP. Like I'd this, say, I'd say so because we're going to talk about Mahomes later on. But I'd say Mahomes Hertz is so, probably the front runner now. Mahomes is not having his best year, so no. this is the year to not vote for Patrick Mahomes for MVP. Right. No, so honestly, just to put a bow on this because there's really nothing much really to say about it. That we're seeing what what kind of team the Giants are. They have a lot of injuries. You know, their top cornerbacks out, the top safeties out. Saquon wasn't a hundred percent, but I don't think it would have mattered anyway. They don't have a top flight wide receiver. They can't compete. They can't throw. They have no one to throw to. So that's really what it comes down to. It's come Sunday down to that night all year. is your season. Sunday night is your season. When we get to yeah, when we get to talking about this week's games coming up, the loser of that game does not make the playoffs. So yeah. they better win. I mean, they they <laughs> should win. They should have won. The, they should have won the. They should have won last week, but they didn't. So. Right. They yeah. got to win it. They got to, first of all, Dayball's too. I, I mean, we have first year head coach. He, he, it doesn't appear that he's lost the locker room and he's lost the team. I think he's he just, won't. I think, but so that he's too good at this point, in our opinions, that he, he's got to win another game. Like, he's got to, he's got to, he's too good not to win another game, I think. No, I think there's two wins out there. It's just the question is, is that enough to get them in? Seven right. to seven. I have when six. we when we recap the games after we re, when we preview next week, I have the playoff scenarios saved on my phone or my iPad or some somewhere, so we can talk about that stuff. Excellent, but, sure. But two wins. There's two wins out there for the Giants. Is that enough? I don't know. So fair enough. That's re- and that's that's really all I got to say about this last game. That the Giants just dug themselves a hole, and the Eagles are just too good to let that happen. So. That's really agreed. It. Agreed. Uh, Browns against the Bengals. It's sloppy, but it it it's what you wanted out of the Bengals, though. They they took care of it. Ultimately. They're they're surging. They're like Arthur says about the 49ers. They're getting hot at the yeah. right time. The Bengals are seem to be turning it on like they did last year. You know, they're finding ways to win games. It wasn't a yeah. pretty game, and I really thought that they were gonna lose, but you know, the Sean Watson is still rusty. That's the other. That's the other takeaway from this game. Getting better, a little incremental improvements. I think by the end of the season, he's going to look like, oh, okay, this is why we gave him all that money. But right. I think I don't think you're going to like. They're not going to make the playoffs or anything. But like, you know, the Bengals are doing what the Bengals are supposed to do. 
I think Bengals are winning the division at this point with Lamar. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think I think they surpassed the Ravens at this point. Like I don't I don't see the Ravens winning that division. We could, and we could start projecting like who's gonna who's gonna be in the AFC Championship game. Um, don't don't sleep on them. They're because they're they're getting tough and they're getting hot at the right time. Right, and they they Absolutely. got Jamar back at the right time. They got hot at the right time. That receiving core is going to be good. So, Samaji Perine is turned into a freaking RB1, RB2. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's something he was, now. He was like, sitting on the waiver wire all year. Yep. And he just won people or got people into their fantasy playoffs or 100%. won the league outright. 100%. I'm in the, la- uh, the sixth place team. I'm in the last playoff position. Hey, man, you're in the dance. That's all that matters. Yeah. That, that's it. it that, but that's- uh, you saw my lineup. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You're still there. You saw mine. I'm ten and four with Gino as my quarterback. So you can say Gino's only decent, but I'll fucking ride Gino Smith to ride Gino to, to the end of time. It's twenty two three points a week. There's something to be said about that in fantasy football. That's it. That's true. Speaking uh, of consi- speaking of not consistent. Speaking of consistently bad teams, the Texans. <laughs> yeah, and and consistently inconsistent Dallas Cowboys. Correct. Like oh my. The only goodness. consistent thing about the Cowboys is how inconsistent they are. The Texans should have won that game. Yeah, they, they should have. They should have you know, won that game. They they get stopped on fourth down on their own two yard line, trying to put the touchdown. Well, in. Lovey Lovey Smith is just baffling sometimes with the decision he makes as a head coach. You know, he's the, uh, he's the head coach that you bridge to your your to the next head coach. Like yeah, he maybe. teaches the guys how to play real football, but he doesn't know his X's and O's, and his decision making is not the best. He teaches the game and teaches players. The next coach you hire is your Super Bowl winning you coach. Went, you went 98 yards to avoid disaster. and I it, can't it, believe it they pulled rough. that out. I can't believe the Cowboys pulled that out. Like, I, I, I they, they did what they had to do. Listen, it's a W at the end of the day. Um, four straight. Yep, four straight wins. Keep pace. Keep in pace. They're not. They're not catching the Eagles, though. They're, no, oh, but, but, they're, uh, but they're still maintaining their spot in the wild card, which... I think as it stands right now, it's all three, the other three NFC East teams. Right. Like yeah. you're doing what you have to, you're taking care of business and it it's winning it in at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I know. You're, yep. you're, and then the, probably the most anticipated game of the week coming in. And it was a fun one, man. It was uh, awesome. Lion, Minnesota against the Lions. Motor City Dan Campbell and his crew are looking fantastic. We are we are big fans here in the podcast. A lot of people are big fans. Are people going to call yeah. us the, like Pat McAfee wannabes because they came up with that last year? But this team is fun to watch. The more I read about Dan Campbell, the more I'm like, I want to be his friend. Like, well, right. Well, I want I want to run through the brick wall for him. You you saw what I guys did? You guys see what I sent you on the mm-hmm. on the chat? Yeah. yeah. The, Freaking, he got lost in the wave. Like he got lost in the magic of the wave. His offensive coordinator said, "All right, you want to run this?" He had no idea the fucking play that was running. He had absolutely no idea. So here's the other thing: the other the the to finish that story of what you sent us about the the pass to Sewell, and he was like, "Oh, I I agreed to that shit." Okay, Sewell was interviewed in the locker room and goes, "Dance, dude's got some nuts on." 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's like oh yeah he's he's a ball ballsy guy my, my head coach but, i love like, him he the coach you even fucking know what he called but that's the coach you got to play for like that's the coach you want to have fun with like the, those guys at this point are going to run through a wall for him and Look, man, Jared Goff is having himself a career resurgence. Like, amazing. This is Peace. now how, how many games in a row he's thrown for 300 yards? Uh, oh, did I, did I write it down? I th- no, I did not. But it's it's at least it's at least three. I think it's ridiculous. Like he, uh, like granted, Justin Jefferson went crazy with 223, bonkers. but like. Oh, my two. God! Like the this Lions team is scary, man. Like they, three, they four, are... he went three forty and three thirty against the Jaguars and the Vikings. Five touchdowns, no picks. He's uh, and he had two touch. He's had two, two, and three touchdowns. Bills, Jags, Vikings. Mm-hmm. He's well, he's thrown yeah, a thousand. He's literally thrown for like a thousand yards and seven tu- seven touchdowns in three games. Good, that's... no picks. They're on God fire. Bless him. God bless him. And like. They they got an outside shot to make that wild card. Um, I think so. Thirty three hundred yards, twenty two touchdowns, seven picks, sixty five percent completion percentage for the pretty year. solid year. That's a the ninety seven ninety seven point nine passer rating. Like he's almost at a hundred. Like that's really good. Like that's for somebody who the fucking Rams didn't want. You're like, yep. How do you feel? I mean, I know it's day one one of Super Bowl with Stafford, but like they could have won a Super Bowl with this they guy. Won with, they they could have. I yeah, don't think. I don't think that that trade was a super upgrade. It was an upgrade, but it wasn't a supreme. Upgrade. No, it was a win now move. No, it was a. Right. It absolutely was. And we talked about it last week, and we're going to talk about it. Then we talked about it the week before that, and the week before that, and we'll probably we're gonna talk, talk about, about it until it. we die. It's, yeah, the Vikings are. A fucking mirage, dude. They're, 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 they're a paper tiger. They yeah, are a fake first place team. That's the bottom first. line. NFC North they, is terrible. That's how that's what it comes down to. The Packers, the Bears are awful. And now you the, see the, the, the Lions left. had a really bad first half, and now they had a tough schedule in the first seven games. And now you see, like, oh, the Lions aren't that bad. Like, they're actually well, a good team. Well, that's the thing. The Packers left a power vacuum in that division yeah, and yeah. you know the vikings are listen they're winning games you can't they're a good team listen they're a good team they're just not 10 and 3 good no no they're, they're probably they're, a first round exit they're an eight they're for right they're gonna they they're due to play oh my god they're due to play the giants if this season ends today <laughs> oh my yeah. god and could the Giants win that game? Nah, I don't think so. Giants got to show. Giants got to show me a little more before I say. Depends what Giant team shows up. You know what I mean? If if it's the Giants from the beginning of the season, yep. yes. It's now, the if, the, now. If, the, if it was the Commanders, I Commanders win that game. I put money on it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but we'll get to that. that. We'll get to that. Let's finish. Let's. Uh, uh, Jags against the Titans. Trevor nope. Lawrence, man, is slowly but surely rounding himself into. To Trevor Lawrence, we all thought it's, we were going to get. It's it's begrudgingly he's becoming a good quarterback. He's becoming a good quarterback in spite of the shit coaching he had. I was just going to say that he's in spite of everything that's going on around him. First of all, he's in Jacksonville, so like that by itself, like yeah, minus one, minus <laughs> strike one. Yeah, you know? but he's keeping him in the race, man. They're, he's keeping him Stop. in that. No, I know. Stop. Stop. 
stop. I don't want to talk about the a- the AFC fucking South. It's not re- it's not a real division between the NFC South a and the AFC division. South. It's fake. It's it's not that that it's inconsequential what happens in any because they're all <laughs> equally pretty bad. Um, Granted, but like, well, uh, you got to give the man his flowers while he's still around to fucking smell him. Like, give him, the, give him, the, give him the flowers, Arthur. Give him no, the he's, flowers. No, no, no. I don't mean like from uh, talking about Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback, the player development, developmentally in a vacuum. Like, yeah, this is really good for him. And like, he's he you're seeing the oh, this is why we drafted him. Number one. OK, I got it. But Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is going through the same growing pains that Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning went through before him. Right. Like, and if that's his trajectory and if that's his cool. trajectory, yeah, like it's going to be awesome. But he's got to get his ass out of fucking Jacksonville at some he, point. Like he, for the love not, of God, he's not staying there for the love of God. He's not staying there. He'll he'll go and to the he'll go to the Packers. Why Titans? Yeah, I could see that. Titans continue to be. Uh, stop uh, letting me bet. Stop letting me bet on the Titans. Yeah, please don't. I'm never <laughs> don't anymore. I, three weeks in a row. I've been the Titans on my parlays. Yeah. And they keep, please don't talk about that. Like that's embarrassing. It's stupid. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just keep clicking on them. I mean, <laughs> they're plus four. Couldn't do it. Couldn't even get. Couldn't even fucking stay in the game with the Jaguars. Like what? You, you look at that and you go, Titans should should stay in the game if not win. Feel sure win by but, field goal, no problem. But nope. we've said it, we've said it as well. Like we said it last week, they are a mediocre first place team, and they are a mediocre playoff team. Like they right. are, they are better. They they are, and the the Vikings are a better team than them too. If we're going to compare mediocre first place fake teams, the Vikings are a better team than they well, are, and uh, Kirk Cousins how, is better than Ryan Tannehill. And that's what it comes. Well, down yeah, to. but how much the, the when it comes down to it, when the Titans, it's how far is Derrick Henry going to take you? Like that, that's really it. Like it's Derrick Henry and 10 other fucking dudes. Like that, that's the reality of it. That the Tennessee Titans. I agree. Yeah. Should have never tra- uh, traded AJ Brown. So stupid. Well, I mean, things happen in the NFL for weird reasons. And the dude got fired for it. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we got? We got Ravens, Ravens Steelers. Steelers. Take uh-huh. Dobbins, baby. Hundred twenty and a touchdown, mm-hmm. and they they keep doing this low scoring. I'm gonna out defense you and fucking pull it out by. Pray that we're on the right end of it at the end. Let's let's just talk about the fact that Mitchell Trubisky is actually a terrible quarterback, and that the Figazi Fio. Buffalo Bills mystique. I don't know. Thank God the Giants didn't sit there and go, we got we got to sign this guy. We got to sign. Now you no. know why the Giants never signed him to be Daniel Jones' backup. Now you now you know. Now we I know. mean, Mitch Trubisky was ass in college. He's ass in the NFL, and he'll be ass in the fucking XFL in two years. So don't you <laughs> yeah. worry about that. Oh, yeah. the XFL. Or, or yeah, but he he has what. Fucking Houston Roughnecks is that is that the name of the damn team? Maybe Dallas Roughnecks. Thanks, uh, XFL team. Uh, I think it was Houston Roughnecks, right? I think you're right. Uh, Houston. He is Houston. He is Houston Roughnecks written all over him. 
Yeah. I fucking guarantee you. Wait, Wade Phillips, head coach. There you go. Wow. Really? The Ar- okay. Arlington, oh. the Arlington Red Renegades, head coach Bob Stoops, Houston, oh. Wade, Wade Phillips, Las Vegas, Rod Woodson, the, hmm. Vegas, wow. the Vegas Vipers, the Orlando. Oh, let's see what Orlando's team name is. Orlando Guardians. Guardians. That's a good one. Terrell Buckley. Uh, right. Heinz Ward is for the San Antonio Brahmas. Like like Brahma Bulls, like The Rock? Like that, that Maybe. Was I don't know. Oh my god! Seattle has Jim. Oh my god, Jim Haslett, the Seattle Sea Dragons. Mm-hmm. St. Louis the Sea Dragons. You have the Kraken the, up there. All right, that makes sense. The St. Louis Battle Hawks, led by Anthony Becht, former Jet Anthony Becht. Oh boy! And the D- DC, the DC Defenders, which is a, such a better name than the Guardians, the Commanders. soccer name. The DC that, Defenders. Yeah. Are led by Reggie Barlow. Who the hell is Reggie Barlow? All right, I can't believe I'm doing this, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a quick left turn here. Reggie Barlow, quick... Reggie Barlow, college career gonna... record breaking receiver and kick returner was he went to Alabama Alabama State. Um, wow, we're gonna take a uh, hard left here. He was on the he was on the Jags in nine in the ninety six draft. He was drafted by the Jags in the fourth round. He led the here's NFL. A, oh, led the NFL in punt return yardage. Okay. All right. Here's here's a fun hard left for you. I'm gonna name off the starting quarterbacks for the XFL. And you tell me oh, if, God, and you tell me if Mitch Trubisky could be a starting quarterback for any of these teams. <laughs> okay. Please go. Arlington Renegades. Kyle Slaughter and Drew Plitt. Kyle yes. Slaughter yes. from uh, uh, the famed undrafted free agent with the Denver Broncos. Yeah, Kyle Slaughter. I guess Mitch Trubisky could could beat them. Yes, out. he could start. He could start for All that right. team. Okay, so so he's got a shot there. Houston Roughnecks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Caleb Ellaby. Cole McDonald from uh, the University of Hawaii or Brandon Slivers or Silvers, sorry. Mm. And uh, uh, probably. Yeah. Probably. He probably starts there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two out of eight. All right. Okay. All right. Next one we got. Uh, let's go Vegas Vipers. That, that who it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas Vipers haven't named a quarterback yet. Because haven't so named could, a team yet, so he could start there. So okay. he could probably start there. We'll give him that. Uh, Orlando Guardians also have not, not yet. Awesome. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. Oh, here's a name. Oh boy, two names actually. AJ McCarron and uh, Ryan Willis from Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. He would not beat out AJ McCarron. He AJ would McCarron? not beat each other. He would not. AJ McCarron. He doesn't beat AJ. The hell no. AJ McCarron's wife. His wife is too hot. AJ McCarron's <laughs> wife. That's why would be. That, AJ McCarron's wife why. gave that's Brent Musburger why. a fucking hard on on national television. Oh God, what are we talking? <laughs> what are we even talking about? <laughs> do you remember that? Do you yes, remember I do. That we all remember that. That was so bad. That was the beginning of the end for Brent Musburger, who still gets fucking calls and commercials on satellite radio for like her betting. It's awful. Like, why does he still have a job? Seattle Sea Dragons. Here's here's a good one. 
Ben Denucci from Pitt. Oh, ben Denucci, yeah, yeah. Ben Denucci, Stephen Montez, who used to be at the University of Colorado. Colorado, yeah. For uh, former New York Giants quarterback uh, Brian Lewerke. Wow, dude. That that's a solid team. No, like, Mitch Trubisky does not if, start on that team. He doesn't even sniff if, the if, fucking if quarterback gonna, room. If I'm going to be a bad team, if I'm going to be an XFL team, I want to be the Seattle Sea Dragons. Like, let's do it. Fucking let's all like like war wagon, war wagon, freaking Seattle Sea Dragons. Like that that starting, team's going to roll. We're starting a team. Oh God. And, oh, here here you go. This is another one. The DC Defenders. He does not start on DC Defenders. You got Eric Dungey. I've never or heard you of have this D, guy. Or you have the Eric King. He does oh, not heard. start. He does no. not start over over D. Eric King from University of Houston and University of Miami. That quarterback? Hell no. Yeah, he I was gonna say this. Nope. Problem's not. So I yeah. Can't. So to bring it to bring it all home, please, uh, because like, my my head is starting to hurt. <laughs> To bring it all up, Mitch Trubisky is not an NFL quarterback. Like he is, he is cheeks. He's, he's only a three. He's only a starting quarterback in the XFL on half the teams. That right. should tell you something, right there. Right. So he sh- and I mean, to, I, I hope Kenny Pickett. He'll be better. He'll yeah, be better. I, I, I hope you know that that did look unfortunate that was really uh, yeah, that was kind of scary actually i was like all, that definitely hurts all three of those picks that trubisky threw came in baltimore territory like you were in scoring position mm-hmm. tells you all no you need to know that's you all no you reason need to- why an nfl quarterback with his experience an nfl starter at one point should be throwing those picks none nope 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 but, nope Nope. Speaking of bad quarterback play, Chiefs and Broncos, fellas. Hey, this was way more of a game than it should have been. Um, yes. Probably because of three interceptions from Mahomes. Yes. Which is uh, why he which is why he's not going to be the MVP. Basically, agreed. for, the, for this game. Credit to Russ. Russ did play out of his mind for a little bit. But two, then, two and a half, two and a half quarters, and then got right. rewarded with a concussion. Yeah, that, that's you kind of that kind of sucked. You're like, oh yeah, he's having a good game finally, and then oh, he got his ass kicked. Okay, but he's fourteen a, straight. The thing, the thing you said, straight. I know the thing you said. You sent about what Travis Kelsey said about talking to him on in on the field before the game or after the game is all you need to know about Russell Wilson, and that is. Russell Wilson is a fucking robot and is weird and needs it has severe social anxiety, it sounds like, and has no friends. And that's he's just a weird man. He's just a weird, weird man altogether. And he is asking about fucking Harry Potter. Like, what? Wait, really? He asked about he asked Travis Kelsey what Travis Kelsey thought about Harry Potter. Who's your favorite character? You're like, oh, what? That, that, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, seriously. I mean, you know he's ultra religious, so I I read that thinking, oh, he's gonna be like, you shouldn't like Harry Potter. It's the, it's like you know witchcraft and shit. Like I, that's I mean, that's the left turn I thought that was going down. Um, no, it just got, it was just even weirder. I mean, he's 
he's trying to relate to other people. I, I like, I can't fault him there. Like everybody's had that awkward. Yeah. Moment. But, yeah but at this but, point, it's like, you're trying too hard now. Oh, absolutely. Like he, Pete, he's a weird, weird Pete, man. Pete Carroll should be given a fucking, the amount of fucking protection that Pete Carroll provides to his players. And like, do you, like the, the, the players coach he is, you like, you have to realize like, he Carroll saved Russell Wilson and made him the bag that he got because Russell Wilson in another organization was not starting, was not succeeding and was not making the money he made. But my question is, and, and this is an aside, but like we all know how weird Russell Wilson is. We all know how awkward he is. How did he end up With marrying Ciara? Ciara? No, I don't know. Let's how did, I don't know. Money. How did, that happen because he, I, like he I guess money, biggest... but she doesn't need his money. Oh right, but he's the biggest no. cornball. Like yeah, how how oh, no. how? Maybe he's but... like into some kinky shit she's into, and that's just it. Fair enough. That's Fair enough. Let's, let's leave it at that. I like that. Just let's leave it there. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it there. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Uh, all right. Bang, bang. All Time right. for the bang, bang, 49er gang. Let's go. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah, I mean. What I, I was just, that game? I, I think yeah, that game was point, a shit box. What was happening? Look, uh, you said it before. You let's said, go. Oh, it's, it's Let's it's go. Gorgeous. Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant. It's, Iowa State legend Brock Purdy. Let's go. Cyclones, here we go. Look, look, as much as I want to hate it and as much as I want to be against it, I I think you you fucking convinced me to join. I can't can't believe. No, I'm sorry. Like, if you, when I saw, like, when I saw Jimmy Garoppolo go down, I was like, no, it's it's over. Like, they'll be middling. They'll be okay. They'll win a couple more games on their defense and their, their run game. And they'll, and Debo Samuel, being Superman and they'll they'll get into the playoffs but they probably won't win they'll they'll win like you know one or two games they, they probably Debo got hurt the Debo got that high ankle sprain which that's always scary out for the rest of the season yeah December not a good time to get a high ankle sprain so I'm sure I'm you know listen if Brock Purdy plays out of his mind like this holy shit did Look, you see his family was you... crying like they were like oh my god it was beautiful it was a it was beautiful awesome. moment it was great it was a beautiful moment and uh, look, as, as a guy who watches Rudy twice a year, you, you fucking got me, you, you bastard. As much as I want to hate, like, as much as I want to hate this Bang Bang Niner gang thing you got going on, you, you, <laughs> you fucking you get um, convinced me. There's there's plenty of room on the bandwagon. Let's go, 2022. I'm 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 on it. You're you're driving, and I am sitting shotgun with the map on Let's my go. lap now. Let's and go, it baby. Sucks. Uh, but Al Shanahan, no. coach of the year. Let's go. <laughs> he might be. He, he yeah, he no. might be. He, he might he's be. in the running. No, he's in the running. Yeah, for sure. And like <laughs> you said it earlier, and if they he, if they he, go to the NFC Championship game at, with Brock Purdy as your quarterback, there is no doubt. That's off. First of all, all Kyle Shanahan's off. getting seven seven years, two hundred million dollar extension. Oh God! <laughs> as a coach, like but, he will but, never leave San Francisco. But you said it earlier, and I was going to interrupt you, and I was like, no, nah, wait. But you said, oh, this is what a quarterback should look like. He's hitting 22-yard outs over the uh, – 22-yard post routes over the middle. He's hitting – double coverage. Outs. Yeah. Brock Purdy the made same all those thing. throws. I know. It's disgusting. Like, you, you, like it, always, it always baffles me. And, like, 
I was listening to, I don't know who I was listening to this week, but somebody was making a comment on, on sports radio in New York here. And they were saying like, you know, there's, the 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 science of of drafting quarterbacks in the NFL and drafting good quarterbacks and oh no they were talking about coaching they were saying that there are not 32 or 35 or 40 offensive geniuses that are innovative in the NFL no. that players want to go and seek out to play for there's like five there's right. a handful and Kyle Shanahan happens to be one of them and Maybe the Jets have I mean, one in their well, offensive coordinator. Well, like, I mean, look who his dad was, though. Like, um, it, Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. His no, but that's it. Doesn't that's himself. that's right? But um, that still does belabors the point. Like, there are only a handful of guys, like in the NFL, who like look at Tampa Bay. Like Bruce Arians was one of those guys who you look like. Oh, absolutely, dude, dude knows what he's fucking talking about. You remove him and base and JPP from the equation in terms of impactful players that the Bucks lost, and their center. I know the impactful they, players. Like right. I don't know. Like he he was a real firecracker. Is that is that what you're going with there? He was he was <laughs> definitely he's he, he was explosive off the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, people. We are children. We're going to hell. It's fine. Um, No, but seriously, like, look at what happens when you remove Bruce Arians from the equation in Tampa Bay. Like, everyone was like, oh, Byron Leftwich is going to be a a head coach. Not anymore. Like, that ship fucking sailed. So, like, that's that's what you got to like. That's what you got to realize about, you know, when you're watching and you're seeing like these coaches coached. Oh, listen, you know. We got to see who's going to coach up this. Co- like, you, you don't know if the staff that your team has is going to be able to do that. You really I don't. That, but, like, is Brock Purdy, though, the best quarterback in that quarterback room, though? Like, right well, now. Well, that's kind of somebody's got somebody's getting a contract or and or traded next year out of that quarterback room. And it might be but, two. But is Brock Purdy your best quarterback in the room right now? Like, is he like. I can't frantic. say that after oh, Hor- like I can't say small, that at this point. Give me three small. give me right. seven more games and I'll tell you like maybe but if Brock, me- all right, but all right, let's say Brock finishes out the, the season and he has three or four more games like that. Is he the best quarterback in that quarterback room right now? Um Ooh. he's I don't know. I, he's I, I he's better now today than Trey Lance as a NFL quarterback. I agree right. with that. Does he have, so, so at, does he have so more talent? But, but mm, qualify that. Does he have more talent than Trey Lance? I don't Overall, know. Overall, I don't know. We haven't, I, so we haven't seen Trey Lance yeah, in action like, yet. In, 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 there's Trey not a big Lance enough sample a, size. Trey Lance has got a good arm. Does he know how to use it? No. He has right. no fucking idea. Like raw but, talent. Brock Purdy does not have the same level of raw talent that Trey Lance or Jimmy he Garoppolo. Polished. He might be more polished. That's a different, but that's a different story. That's the, that's the Mike oh, White, Zach Trent, Wilson absolutely. argument. That's the, you know, that's the, okay, I got a five year, you know, 32nd best quarterback in the NFL, 30th quarterback in the NFL. I got that guy on my, as my backup. And I got the top five draft pick in his first or second year. Who's got way more raw talent, but has Fair. you know, played 12 Fair. games in college, you know, the, the Sam Darnold, you know, argument. Fair. Like, but right now I rather have a PJ Walker 
than a Sam Darnold or a Mike White over Zach Wilson. Like, right. And at some point, too, where's your team? The 49ers right. are are in a they could win the fucking Super Bowl this year. They, they're one of the top five teams in the NFL right now. So like guess what? They, they should they fu- they have to roll with it. Game. If they make an NFC championship with that Brock part. Purdy, like who uh, they they have to beat one good team in the NFC, the Eagles. That's it. And their defense can do it. Their defense can slow down the right. Eagles. Like everybody like, else, the Vikings, as, the Lions, the fucking the 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 whoever comes out of the NFC South is irrelevant. You know, the Cowboys. The commanders, the giants, they can beat all of those teams. Oh, absolutely. Right. So it's it's just so them and the Eagles and everybody else is, you know, like they, the, they just they just gotta get Debo back. They need Debo. Yeah. High, high ankles. He's probably gonna sit for the rest of the season. I'm sure he's not to be honest touch. with you. He's not stepping on a field until first but, week of the playoffs. Unless but, it gets close. But theoretically, like you can have Brock Purdy in an NFC championship game with this team. Like and and like in spite of him to to a degree, but like if he just manages, he's so game, he's good enough. He's got the skills enough. To, he's so, but he's young and so raw. But he's so he doesn't he doesn't know that he's what he doesn't know. Listen, he Nick doesn't Foles, know that he's Nick, not supposed to be Eagles. Nick Foles did it with the Eagles, so right. You know, right. yeah, but Nick Foles wasn't a fucking rookie, wasn't? No, Mr. that's Rorelli. true. No, that's no, that's true too. But you know what though, these guys just come out of nowhere, and it just goes to show you that in this day and age, especially the last two or three years, you need a backup quarterback because these guys can't stay healthy. That's true. The days that's of true. like you know the guys making the sixteen now seventeen Eli, is, is look, over. The Brett Favre's and Eli Manning's. And, how and how much do Giant fans appreciate Eli just for showing up every, every game? Every time I right. think about it, I'm like, you know what, Eli Manning is. He was almost never on the injury report. He was always starting. Right, like it, it, it gives more more context to how much those guys actually gave you as a NFL quarterback. And like, it puts him in a different life. Now, after the fact, like you, you, you appreciate him a thousand percent more than you did when he was playing. Like, right. Absolutely. Uh, I, I know John is secretly loving this team. Uh, Panthers against the Seahawks. Give it to me, man. What do you think? Well, I'm trying to like, I don't know. The, I just can't believe that the Panthers are actually alive right now. Stop. Like, you said it every week. The Panthers are not quitting on their. They're, they're not quitting. They, are they, not. they have every excuse to pack it in, and they're not. They're they they ran the ball down there down the down the Seahawks throat. Like the Seahawks again. We talked about how teams that should have won this game, Seahawks should have won this game easily, but they didn't. Do you, like, know the, do you know the Rams are still mathematically alive? Just FYI. Well, that's yeah, but like, but that's but, that's the division. But, but like, but that's yeah, that's because the division's bad. But like, but or it's just so top heavy. But I just it doesn't make any sense to me. Like the pan, like just the Panthers have every excuse to be. Eh, you know what? We're packing in. The problem is these guys are playing for jobs next year, and the coaches are coaching for jobs next year, right? You know, they 223 rushing yards. They scored. They were up 20 to seven. Like, yeah, they were. You know, listen, they're not making the playoffs. They're not making a splash, but they're they're keeping it. They're keeping it interesting. But they like. Look, like you said, they're they're playing for they're playing for jobs. Like 
shove. You can't a just pack it in. They're putting it on. They you can't put garbage on film. That's right. the bottom line. Whether no, you it's can't, the, not, you can't not in the NFL. Whether whether you're on the team for the next coaching staff or you're a free agent, you can't put junk on film. You can't. And next year is that Chuba Hubbard's like RB one role? Like it might be. It's about like could be with CMC gone. Right. Yeah. Like he he's gonna he's gonna do his damnedest to to secure a spot and secure that role. Like and. 223 yards is going to go a long way to to, to, to help to helping. Yeah. Absolutely. So 100%. Like I said, they're not going anywhere, but they're just they're keeping it interesting. Like, I know you don't want to talk about it, but it's no, just, man. I like, hey, look, I, I have nothing against them. Like, they're, they're fun to watch and they're hard not to root for. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it, it's, it's all about. Nice like, sport. it's just it's just because you know what it is in a league where it's just the same thing over and over again. The Chiefs are always good. The Bills seem to be always good. The Patriots were good. Trying. Right. The Patriots were good for 20 years. Like. It's to just keep it interesting. Like, just keep it interesting. That's all I ask. And I feel like that's a re- a, a big reason why, like, collectively, we're all like, you know what? Let the, I, I hope that Lions do something. Like, collectively, exactly. Like, let's, it's let's just a good. Something. It's a good story. The co- the coaches. Excuse me. The coach is fun. The the team looks like they're playing hard. Like the team adopted the personality of the coach, and it just looks like fun. Now, I'm not saying the Panthers did that either, but they're just playing hard. They're not quitting, which is something I can appreciate. Because honestly, this game was in the four o'clock window, and when in the four o'clock window, when the games are bad, you're finding any excuse not to watch. But they they kept me interested though. They kept me want like flipping back to that game and right. That's and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like in the four o'clock window when the games at like the Bucks San Francisco. Like uh, no thanks. I'll I'll, I'd rather do something else than watch that game. Even though like you know it's crazy to watch Brady lose like that. I'd rather you know Brady's not moving the needle anymore. And that also, I also think it's important to note that. I don't think Tom Brady is going to have anybody that wants him next year. I'm a hot take right now. Hot take, you know, hot, hot mess express. Tom Brady is going to have zero free agent like suitors next year. Cause he, he's going to probably end up in, back in Tampa Bay. If he still wants to play football. Probably. Hotter, take, hotter take. I don't think anybody's going to want to hear him cover games. No, I don't. I, I think he's milk toast. I was going to say at this point, like you know, he's he's got a second career lined up. Was it three hundred and fifty million dollar deal lined up? I don't yeah, want to hear him Fox. talk, and nobody's going to want to hear him talk. I'm going to. It's going to be mute. It's. I'm going to. I mean, I'm putting red zone on. And that's it. Like, I don't, don't worry. Care. If we have time at the end of the at the end of this program, I have my. My rant and rave. So <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. If we right. have, if we have it, I, hot, if we have time. Sizzling teeth. All right, let's wrap. Right. Let's finish up last week. Dolphins at Chargers. Uh, um, uh, sorry, sorry, Kevin. I had to. I, I took. I took the reins for, from you for this one. No, are no, the, and and you know what? I'll put the question to you: Are the Dolphins in trouble? Because I have my answer, but I want to hear your answer first. Yes. Right, and I was the one who wrote the rundown. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, are, are they in trouble? Yes, you grimy bastards. Yes, both of you. Yes, they are. Uh, I don't. You're in better I don't position believe. than the Jets. Don't worry about it. No, uh, but that's not saying much. That's not saying much considering where where True. we're at. Like you guys had a 
starting quarterback debacle, and you guys had to switch starting quarterbacks midseason. We had Tua, and we had our offense, and we had everything kind of set for us to to make a run late, and we've just not done it. You're shitting the bed at the wrong time of the year. It's not. It's it's not even. No, it's not. They're not shitting the bed. You you peaked early. They're they're. The problem is, is that they look pedestrian. They look pedestrian, and they haven't. They haven't hit the gas pedal when they should be hitting the gas pedal. And the play calling has gotten stagnant. I think that we're now seeing Mike McDaniel get exposed as an inexperienced head coach. He right. eventually, the know. league eventually figures you out. Right. Yeah, I and think I think he's, he's gotten figured, figured out. And I think bit. the league figured out that he's going to go to Tyree Kill 15 to 20 times a game. He's going to, when that's not working, He's going to try to go to Waddle. He's going to try to expose Waddle over the middle of the field and get, you know, get over the top help and go from there. But like the play calling is what it is. He's going to go stale. He's going to go. It felt felt dynamic in the first two months of season. It no longer feels dynamic. He's going to go short, short little two, three yard out to Tyreek Hill first down because bubble he thinks screens. he can beat yeah. a bubble screen because he could think he can beat you on the outside. If that doesn't work, now second down, he's going to take second down. He's going to try a inside draw or an off tackle with, uh, what's his face, with Jeff Wilson. That's not going to work. Third down, he's now going to go over the middle on a slant to either Waddle or uh, what's his name? Uh, Sheffield. Sheffield and right. that Sheffield, Sheffield and that's that's where you're at and then we're going to either get a first down or we're going to punt now we get the first down he's going to now go back to a either end around or he's going to go with a quick slant again to Tyreek Hill that's going to get you five yards now he's going to say second and five now is the, the chance to go deep to waddle and two is going to miss that pass because two doesn't have the fucking arm. So right. there you go. That well, that's that's the that's, fucking Dolphins off. I think. Now. I think. I, listen. I interestingly, I think this week, um, a little preview. But I think they just need to run the ball more. I think part of their problem is they just don't. They don't like the Mike McDaniel fucking outsmarts himself as a play caller and people have gotten like he wants to show everybody how fucking smart he is and I'm like. I'm like enough. Like we get it. You're innovative. You're smart. But like, do what? Do call the best play for your team in this situation. Like, remember who you're but playing against. Remember where fair. you're playing and when you're playing in the season and the conditions and that stuff matters. Like, you're not on turf in Miami. You're not inside the Ram Stadium playing in a neutral site every game. Like, play to the strengths of your team or play to the conditions where you are. To be fair, we've also not had a solid running back that can actually run the ball for the yeah. Miami Dolphins since Ronnie Brown. How oh. long ago was oh, you're Ronnie going back fucking to, Brown? You're, called, you're, making, you're making a Ronnie Brown reference. Jesus. How how And how long ago was Ronnie Brown for, oh, for the last oh, time we've had a 1,500-yard running back? Ronnie Brown retired. That's a long... Um... Ronnie Brown retired from the NFL. I thought you were going to go Ricky Williams on me, but oh boy, that would be even worse. <laughs> That's even further back. I think he retired in 2010. I want to say no. So he was in the league. Go. He was he left Miami in 2010. He was in the league until 2014. 
All right, so but 2010, okay. so 12 years. 12 years. It's been 12 so it's years. Been 12 years. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he only had 1,000-yard rushing season, right? Like, but still, that's the milestone everyone uses. That's the milestone. Like that. That's where. That's where it's been. That O six. For... That O six team. The one that won the division when Brady was. Oh, that was O seven. He was on the team, right? He was on the team when they. All the, right. the... So so he, so hear me out here, and and I know I'm going on a rant, but it's fine. You're running backs since you said he retired. What year? Two thousand ten. He retired. He left right. the Dolphins in twenty ten. Okay, so we've had Reggie Bush. I, I distinctly remember Reggie Bush in 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. So we had Reggie Bush. Then we had Lamar Miller for like mm-hmm. three years. Mm-hmm. Then I want to say Jay Ajay. He Does that was sound good. right? He was good for a year. We had Frank Gore and his knee exploded. Fucking yep. Frank Gore, the ageless Frank Gore. Then we had Callan Balage, who didn't jack shit for him correct and then you had miles gaskin who's done jack shit he's still on the roster so, he's your fourth he's like so the third or fourth where where have they had a solid running game that they could rely on that you're gonna say i need to put eight people in the box to stop their running game no, What's I'm not saying that that exists that? for them, but they do need to they need to stop abandoning run in the second right, quarter. But but our running game is a short passing game. Like our running right, game. Right, that's is the, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, but the right. problem is is that like this is my problem with the way NFL play callers call games is they take their best player, understandably so, and they they like you take you know, you take Tyreek Hill, you take Jalen Waddle, and you say, "I'm going to feed you the ball in a bubble screen, in a in a flat, in a reverse, you know, in a lateral fucking pass, basically a one yard out flat, out in the flat, and go run like it's a a running play." Like teams pick up on that and they make the adjustment. So what you have to do is you have to start. You have to use your other players, your other skill position players, and diversify the ball distribution so that teams can't just key in on one or two guys and say we're going to double them. Like you can't. You just have to learn. Like I, I get so frustrated when I watch these guys and I'm like, stop being predictable. Like the ball oh, is gonna, when Tyree kills in motion. There's a 45% chance the ball's going to him. Like, stop fucking throwing it to him every time. Like, no, don't throw but, to him. Don't throw to him but, in that context for like a series and then watch how fast they readjust. And then you you have to be one step ahead of you, the defensive play calling. And the only way to do this is to stop being so fucking predictable and stop saying I have to shove the, the ball into one player's hands. So like, player's hands. So like the fact that a 34 year old dude on the internet in New York can tell you what the six place series is going to be for the Miami Dolphins that tells you everything you fucking need to know about the Miami Dolphins right now. Uh-huh. Like, if I could tell you what, what the script is going into that game next week. Yeah, I, played, really I played the, I played the, they're going to do this, this play. Like I did. Right. And I did that for the first 10 plays in one of their games. <laughs> and I, and I hit seven out of 10, right. like and, not and exactly that's... what they did, but I, but basically like, Hey, they're going to run a bubble screen. They're going to run a hitch. They're going to run a quick slant. They're going to, they're going to run the ball up the middle. They're going to run the ball on the edge. Like, a, and I, I out of 10 plays, I basically called seven of them, you know, right. but, like, and like, w- We'll get to it, but they're playing the Bills this upcoming week, and like, 
that's a loss. <sighs> right. Like, do Long I feel confident now. about that? No. no. But it'll be a good um, game, but it's a loss. Yeah. Let's wrap uh, up last week. Pats at Car- Patriots at Cardinals. Uh, you know, whatever. Kyler Murray's done. Yeah. He's a, this, you, this think he's done been... in, you think he's done in Arizona at any no. point? In the, no. I know the I don't contract. think he's done in Arizona, but I think that uh, there, there's going to be talk about it now that his knee exploded. There's going to be talk about it. It's just, like I said, it's not going anywhere. Hold on. You can't get rid of him. You can't get, can't rid, get of rid of him. Dead cap hit of $97 million next year. So yeah. he's not going anywhere. Cliff Kingsbury might be on the way out. He's fired. He's fired. You know, I don't, you know, then again, there's hasn't been much talk of it, but I just don't see it because this team is massively underachieving with, you know, Kyler Murray with finally got the, they, you know, they invested the five years, 230 million in him. They traded for DeAndre Hopkins. They have a decent running game with uh, John, uh, not John Connor. Um, What's his yeah. name? Yeah. Was it, is it John yeah. Connor? Uh, no. I is that the guy from the Terminator? Yeah, it's Connor. The last name James Connor. James, James Connor. Connor. James Connor. There it is. James John Connor is the guy from the Terminator. From the Terminator, and yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, and Marquise Brown. Hello, don't forget about him. Right, and they traded and AJ, for and AJ, and AJ Green. Who's your they traded? Best. They traded for Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins, right? So this team should be better than what they are. I mean, listen, Kyler going down kind of tanks the season for them, but you know, hey, listen, JJ Watt is still playing a game in December in the end. You know, if we if fuck Christmas miracle, if you look at if you looked at the the preview for next week when we get to Cardinals Broncos, I I wrote it obviously before he got hurt, but it was the battle of underachievers and overpaid quarterbacks, like. You know, I mean, now that kind of goes out the window, but that that narrative goes out the window. But would have the fighting been. Colt McCoys, right? That's what it is. The fighting Colt McCoys now. Why? Why does he still have a job in the NFL? I don't know. But anyhow, because he's a good backup. That's why you need a decent backup. You could he's, do a lot. He's a decent backup. You could do a lot worse than him as a backup. See Mike Lennon. See, see Mike Lennon. It's true. You know, true. again, I feel, like Colt McCoy, I feel like Colt McCoy and Chase Daniel have been around for the past fifteen forever. years, and they've been. Just riding that back quarterback role and making a fortune doing it, right? Listen, there's not much to say about this game, Patriots. Uh, the, when you lose your starting quarterback, what two plays in a play in? It was it was real early. You just handle their just handle your business. Patriots are, are well coached despite a lack of talent. So they you know, yeah, that wasn't surprising that they won after all. Exactly. That. So you know what? The Patriots are in to keep it interesting, keep the AFC East interesting. I'm not saying they're gonna make moves, but you know, keep it interesting. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, go ahead. Moving uh, moving forward to this week then. Uh tomorrow we have tomorrow Seahawks against the Niners. Seahawks Niners. This should be a good game. Should be decent, yeah. Division ri- yeah. division rivals. Um, I yeah, I think this. All right, let's let's pull let's pull up the lines. Let's let's do our due diligence here. Pull it up. Just have this on my computer, but I don't actually uh, have the iPad. Oh my god! Too much technology. What are we week fifteen now? Yes. Don't you agree a little too much technology? Sometimes it's just easier to just, you know. Amen. Yeah, I mean. 
You're not wrong. Any guesses on the line here? I mean, I got a computer, an iPad, and a phone in front of me. I still don't have what I need. That's right. Niners are minus three and a half. Or three. I got, yeah, three, three and a half. I don't hate that one. I don't hate that. I take that. On the the road in Seattle is tough on on a short week. On the road in Seattle, oh, it's a tough one. Actually, you know what? I'm. I mean, I, I, I don't. If it's the hook, I don't take it. I take it. I take the minus three. For the I push. I so you can, you can get the push. With the push because uh, it could. This could be an overtime. You know, this could be. A, this game could go to overtime. This could it's be good. a field goal game. Yeah, we don't sure. know enough. We don't know enough about Brock Purdy right now to make a decision either way. And actually, that line. You know, the more I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I really like it that much because they they don't have Debo Santos. Forty Nine. I don't Debo like Sandler. it. I, I don't like it. Mm. I don't. I wouldn't touch this game to bet. Honestly. Yeah, I probably wouldn't touch I don't, it. I don't like betting Thursday night games on principle because they're just like it's safe to take a home team, but like when it's a mismatch of talent, you're like, e-, you know. I yeah, but I could honestly see this game being like seventeen ten. Right, and you're right, one way or the other, and that's why I say no thanks. I yeah. stay away from that. Yeah, all right. But I, I think, think I, I think 49 should still win, win but yeah, right. not comfortably. Definitely not comfortably. It'll be a defensive it'll be a defensive effort from the Niners, if anything. Right. Yeah. Geno Smith throws a pick six to end the game in the fourth quarter would be right. Well, why, why are you why are you putting that on my fantasy team? Man? Well, he'll throw oh, three. Boy. He'll throw two touchdowns and three hundred yards, and then just to throw a pick at the end to make it interesting. There, there you go. There you there go. There you go. There you go. Is that better? Uh, Twenty-seven points. Well, I mean, the fantasy playoffs are starting this week, so like, listen, right, no one, yeah. no one, ca- no one cares about anyone's fantasy team, but don't wish evil in the fantasy playoffs. That's just Sorry. bad juju. That's just that's, bad juju. Bad juju. Mister, I'm six in my fantasy league. Don't don't put that on me, buddy. Listen, I I won four in a row to like put myself in a <laughs> decent position. Don't, don't, don't that you I, on yourself. I love that he won four in a row. He he, I, he willed his you, team to victory. So, so if you go if you go to the league settings, <laughs> I absolutely love that. If you I go love if that. you go to the if you go to the league overview and see like number of transactions and. Dollars spent on the waiver wire, like I am by far and away, You're like Steve one, Cohen of your I'm fantasy football league. Not, not even spending the money on the waiver wire, just the number of transactions I've had to do. Because you saw my, you saw my week one roster. Like I literally had to fucking remake three quarters of my skill position, and like, Yikes. well, Lamar Jackson got hurt. You know, I had Gino as my backup for a while. Like eventually I started him one game, I think, and then I got rid of him and I, I picked up Mike White. Like I had to, like, like when he got hurt. Oh, Just God. for shit's sake. But I got I had Tannehill last week. It was a nightmare. Like stop. I stop with the fucking Titans. I gotta swear to God. Stop with the Titans. Stop with the Titans. So I got so I got Brock Purdy. As my backup quarterback because I picked up waiver wire. Slick, you slick, Rick, son of a bitch. Or, you or, would. or I could, uh, I could start Gino. So I'm, I'm strongly considering in my fucking no. fantasy playoffs for no, no, two hundred fifty no. bucks to go with. To no, go don't, with so I have, I have Mike don't do White. it. I have Mike White or. Lamar is still on my bench, if but he's probably not going to play. So my other options are in my so, in my free agent options are Russell Wilson, Tannehill, Andy Dalton, Tyler Heineke. Okay. Oh, oh God. 
don't, Baker don't, Mayfield. Don't, 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 Rock don't, 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 don't. <laughs> uh, stick with Mike. I'm actually going to stick with Mike White. Make me want to throw up. I can't believe I have, I have to. 300 bucks. I have damn near 300 bucks riding on freaking Geno Smith. Yeah, I, I have $175 riding oh, on Mike fucking God. White right now. God bless America. And I, I, you, I have I, you, and I have Adam Thielen <laughs> and Miles Sanders and Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is underachieving year. Thank mm. God for Travis Kelsey and let, Lamar Jackson. It's the only reason I won, won Eddie Games this year. Let it be known that let it be known that we are fucking degenerates on this damn show. That's all right. Jesus fantasy football fantasy football is not gambling. It it's, is, but it's not. It's, it, is, it is, but it's not. there is you do have to not suck at it in order to win. That's exactly. True. Uh moving forward. Uh Falcons mm. against the Saints. We're in the one o'clock. Uh, I don't. I don't really care about this game, but I, I do want to see Desmond Ritter. Yeah, that's it. That's really that's, it. That's it. Let's see how he is moving on. That's really it. Steelers, uh, Steelers should probably win that game, but no. yeah, probably. Line if anyone cares. Falcons are. Uh, oh, Saints are favorite four or four and a half wherever you at home. Okay, weird. All right, okay. fine, yeah. fine. I guess rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. Yeah. So we got uh, the Steelers against the Carolina Panthers. The the fighting Panthers is uh is what's his face out in concussion protocol. Is if Kenny Pickett plays, the Steelers should win this. Probably win this game. But the Panthers have been hot. So Panthers favored three. Panthers favored at home by two and a half or three, depending on where you look. Which okay. I'm, I'm taking the Panthers there. I'm taking the Panthers I, I, there. Especially if Pickett doesn't play, I'm taking the Panthers. Right. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Eagles against the Bears. This and- is going to be a repeat of last week, to be honest with you. I mean, with the Eagles and the Giants. Not, the a, Eagles not, a cor- not according to the betting lines. The really? spread The spread is only Eagles minus nine. That, they were minus seven over the Giants. No, they were, weren't they? They were way more. No, there was seven. I got him at seven. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I got him at seven. I, Who was, I oh, I'm thinking of a different. Who was the big? You're thinking of the Cowboys and the Texans. They were Thank seventeen you. and a half. That's right. That's right. Thank you. I'm sorry. Which is okay. absurd. So but anyway. Eagles. Oh, so Eagles are favored more than against the Giants. Yeah. Yes. Well, the Giants are better than the Bears. That's that. That I agree. Um, Eagles on the road minus nine. I would take that. The only thing I'm looking forward to, and I wrote it down, was Hertz Fields. You know. The the running the, the running QB should be a little interesting. If Eagles win this week and the Vikings lose, I think the Eagles wrap up the number one seed. After we re- after we recap everything, okay. I will read off okay. the. Uh, oh, okay. also, we we forgot to mention in the 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 other one, the Eagles were the first team to clinch at twelve and one, so they clinched a playoff spot. Yes, oh, I, nice. I was okay. I was about. To, they're the only team that's clinched a playoff spot. Twelve. Yeah, and one, f- yeah. first and only team so far to clinch a playoff spot. Right. Alrighty. Uh, Moving on. We got Chief, Chiefies at the Texans. Chiefs also by a million. If Mahomes limits the turnovers, this should be an easy one. Chiefs are right. favored. Ooh, big, big, biggest line of the week. 14. 14. Chiefs are favored on the road. I probably I, would, uh, I'm staying away. I, I stay would, away. I would stay away, but if I had to bet it, I would take the Chiefs only because I think Mahomes is going to have a get right game. And I think the Texans had their like their good sputter of a good game last week against the Cowboys. And I don't think they're going to put another effort like that again. So Chiefs by three touchdowns, if I'm being fair, but I wouldn't, I would stay away. Three touchdowns. Eh, fair enough. Three touch, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. 
Uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Millsane. Uh, next game, uh, hot take. I think the Jaguars win this game. Uh, Ooh, Jack trap Rockets. game, trap oh, game. Trap. I said this trap last game. week. I said last week that this would be the Cowboys trap game. <laughs> Almost surprisingly. Was. I don't think so because I think they got the shit scared out of them last week. And I think yeah. that, I think McCarthy's gonna just go, fuck you people. You don't you're not as good as you think you are. So batting down the hatches and, and actually I think they're gonna play. I think I, I think if the if the Cowboys are smart at all, have any intel intelligence, they're gonna go, Oh, we're not as good as we thought they were, as we thought we were. So they're gonna actually play a better game. They're only favored by four or four and a half wherever you look. So yeah, this should be a good, this could be a better game than what I led on to it when I wrote the preview. I just, you know, I'm tired of watching the Cowboys have success, but it is what it is. I yeah. think they'll win. I think they will actually pull this game out, but it could be a field goal game. Could be. Yeah. I uh, I I personally think that they lose this game. I think that they get they fall into that trap, but that's I don't know. I I think I think the opportunity exists for them to underachieve here. Possibly. Uh, moving forward. Yeah, there it is. Starting Lions against the Jets. Game of the uh, week potential. I, game of the week potential. Yeah. I think. Let me. Well, first, my own, first of all, the line on this game is. Oh, I've actually oh. never seen a pick'em. They've oh. actually wrote pick'em. This yeah. is a pick'em game. Jets are okay. Depending on where you look, it's minus one. Either it's a pick 'em. It's actually yeah. a coin flip everywhere, basically, because it's either my it's either one point one team or one point the other team, depending on the how healthy is Mike, Mike White. White. That's number one. Number two, uh jet game weather. You better That's hope right. you don't see Zach Wilson have to come to this game. That's all I'm saying. Zach Wilson yeah. being elevated to your your I well, I think he's the back well, he's the backup now. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that the that didn't help me. Come on, NFL weather. Let's go. Uh, Jets, uh, Lions and Jets should be good weather um, and not windy, which is important. Um, if Mike White's healthy, I think it's a shootout, to be perfectly honest. I think that the, you know, and I think whatever defense decides to make a play in the fourth quarter, get a turnover, get a big stop, big sack get somebody from in field goal range to out of field goal range. I think that's going to be your, that's what's going to happen because the Lions offense is on fucking fire. Minimal, minimal the weather for Sunday, minimal wins in the forties. That's not terrible. That's fine. There's, there's too many weapons on that Lions offense though. Like that, that's the thing that scares me. Well, like I think between D I think between so yeah, but I, 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 they haven't faced a defense that has two top 10 cornerback caliber Fair. defenses and Fair. sauce and DJ Reed. Like you don't see that. Like I, I, I keep saying this, but it's, it's Revis and Cromartie almost, almost that level at this point already in their, in their young, young stages. I mean, they're not, I'm not going to say Gardner is as good as Revis and I'm not going to say DJ Reed is as good as Cromartie yet. It's too early. No, but this is, if you're the Jets, this is a game you have to win. Like this, this is a, a game. If you want to stay alive, if you want to stay in them, stay alive, you, you got to win. If you want to stay alive, you have to win this because the other problem you're going to face is that number one, Chargers have a very winnable game against the Titans, which we'll get to. And number two, Bills are going to, you're not like the, the division is now done. Like there's almost no chance of you winning the division unless the Bills just decide to fall apart. So, 
And the, the Dolphin. I mean, luckily, the, in, in your favor is that the Bills play the Dolphins, and so one of those teams has to win, and one of those teams has to lose. So you're at least, you know, you're the people, you're the teams you're looking ahead at, you know, in the AFC. You expect, you know, okay, maybe the, you know, the Dolphins lose, and you and you get one of those wild card spots, and maybe the maybe the Patriots somehow lose to the Raiders. I, I I mean, maybe, but like, I'm not banking on that. You got to have a W. You got to get yourself back in the playoff race. I agree. So let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it then. Bills against Dolphins. Let's talk about it. Well, Bills against Dolphins. What's the line on this? Uh, Did I not put that in there? You didn't. Um, oh, Jesus, what is wrong with me? I don't know. Go, just go to the lines because they are in I am order. All, I am so good for missing one game a week. Did you get Ravens and Browns too? What is wrong with me? No, you, missed, I, you, also, you also missed Ravens and Browns. Sorry, I was drunk when I did this. Okay, well, that explains uh, everything. No, okay. definitely. No, I definitely wasn't. All right. So, so first of all, Miami, Miami at Bills is Saturday night, mind you. Um, Bills really? are favorite. Bills, yeah, they they they're they're starting this shit with the Saturday night games. So I love Col- it. Colts at Vikings is Saturday at one o'clock. Ravens at Browns is Saturday at four thirty, and B- Dolphins at Bills is Saturday at eight fifteen. It's like a thing that it's so like that's, Thanksgiving. That's, that's why the. That's why those two games aren't on because because he- uh, you, you looked it. at Sunday and you you forgot to say I forgot Saturday. Just look, just go look at the whole week next time. Anywho, uh, Colts at Vikings. My- <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna fire myself. Let's let's back up then. Colts at Vikings. I'm fired. Vikings favored by four or four and a half. Vikings win that game. I think it's pretty safe to yeah, say. I think I, not going to be a good game. There's Ra- not much to say there. I didn't Ra- tease that up to minus seven, to be honest with you. Yes, agreed. Ravens There's- and Browns um, in Cleveland, two and a half or three. Browns are favored. Fun fact. Without Lamar, I don't blame that, but that's – I don't I don't know. That's I would stay away from that game. I wouldn't touch that game with a 10-foot pole. Don't do it. Don't do and it. then nah, that then to the game Bills. that Bills at the Dolphins at Bills, Bills favored by seven everywhere at home. Um, I don't think I would take the seven because I think this will be a better game than that. I still I, think the Bills win though. But I still think the Bills win by, you know, 24 20, 24 yeah, 21. I see that. You know. It should be a fun game at least. Yeah. Yeah. Not not fun for Kevin, but no, not fun for me, but fun for everybody else. So that's the important part, right? Absolutely. Right. <laughs> uh, and now the four o'clock games. We got the card. Yeah. We touched on it earlier. Uh, Cardinals against Broncos. I was wondering why those times didn't look right. Um, <sighs> so we have uh, Cardinals and Broncos. Who gives a shit? Um, well, like Bron- I said, the battle. Hey, Broncos of might win a game. Broncos yeah. might. Broncos will win this game. I'm calling it now. Broncos will win you're, this game. You're probably right with that one. I mean, like I said, right. the battle of underachieving teams and overpaid quarterbacks, but one of the quarterbacks isn't going to be there. Yeah. But again, this game does has in the four preseason. This game had probably a lot of juice. No thanks. This game. Got, well, the, well, the problem was I think this game got flexed out of Sunday Night Football for 
the Giants, I think. The, yes, yes, that's yep. correct. Yep. Thank, that thank God. Thank God. Not that I think and Giants Commanders significantly better game. No, but it has playoff influence. But it has playoff influence. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. If I'm being if I'm being objective, um, Pats at Raiders next, right? Am I right on that? I mean, I really don't get excited about this either. To be honest with you, I should probably a little bit more, but I'm not. Patriots should win. Teachers, Patriots should win. Uh, I don't trust. Josh McDaniels at all? No, not so. to outsmart his previous coach. No, and no he's no. going to get his ass handed to him. That's my fear. Well, is probably, that, probably. But, but Raiders have more talent, and so that could do, that, but that should theoretically even the playing field, but it won't. Yes, the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders have the better quarterback, the better wide receivers, but not the better coach. And that that's going to that that might be level different. the playing that might level the playing field. Titans against the Chargers, uh, battle of the disappointing teams. The fake for another for a fake first place team and an underachieving Chargers team. I, Chargers. I don't know. I'm worried as a Jets fan about the Chargers. Get I think high. they're gonna I think they're gonna win this game, to be honest with you. Art. I, they're, favored, so. they're, they're favored they're favored minus three. I at home. I think I mean defense uh, travels well, but I think Chargers win. I think the Chargers are gonna win this game. They're getting hot. Yeah, Herbert's getting hot at the right time. He's the first quarterback in what? Uh, to First quarterback to hit 13,000 yards in yep. three years. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I, like, I, I think that's he's Dan, getting hot that's at Dan the right Marino time. territory. Like, that's fucking nutty. Yep. He's he's a damn good quarterback, and he's, everybody's wish, starting to get healthy at the right time for him. So, it's just fucking drafted him. Panic time. God yeah, damn. well. I sure could have. Bengals against the Bucks. This honestly, even off of last week, this has game of the week potential because I guess Brady's still the name, but I think God, I'd Bucks, like to think in the, the in the Bucks are so bad. Though, I know, I know. I just, I, I, you know what it is? I just, I said it last time when we were talking about it. I want good four o'clock games. I know right. it's, been, it's been a bad year for four o'clock games. Right, the four o'clock window kind of just stinks this year, and I'm just kind of hoping for a good four o'clock game where you know even if you're just watching it on red zone like i know i want a good i want good red red zone content right i want i want going back and forth like you know you because i like in the four o'clock window when you just alternate between all the games like because and every play because there's only three or four games right i like can we just can we just have a good game please that's all I'm. That's all I want. You because mean Scott Hansen four box. But 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 honestly, hours, think, but, but honestly, think about the implications of this game. Both teams need this. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, the no, Bengals it's, got, it's a good. It's, it'll be a good game, I think, from the sense that like there will be tension. But I, honestly, if you're asking me, Bengals are going to fucking smoke them. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I I'm sorry. Like, I don't. I have no doubt at this point. Bengals are favored on the road by three and a half. Yeah, I know. I don't doubt that. Gonna at all. Fuck, they're gonna, I don't doubt that. And I, I, and I think Joe hammer yeah. the Bengals in this game. Hammer them. Yeah, I, hammer I that think line. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's got all his people back. They're putting it together. They're they're going on the little bit of a run here. I don't think that the Bucks are going to stop them. They can kind of they could kind of smell blood in the water with Lamar being out. The division's right. there for the taking. They're getting hot. 27-14 Bengals win. We, we've it said down. it all along, though. We've said it all along. If take care of business and. They're doing it. They've been doing it the past couple of weeks, so That's I it. don't see them stopping. To be honest with you, I um, to me, 
this will be the most entertaining game of the week. Giants Agreed. and Commanders. Thousand percent. It should be. Should be. I listen, rematch from a tie. It's gonna be competitive. I think it'll be better because they're just they they just watched film on each other two weeks ago and the commanders are coming off a bye. So they have literally they're playing the same team two two games in a row. Right. So you literally all you had to do was all you had was two weeks to prepare for the same so, team so, again. So it's gonna be crisp. It's gonna be like good defensive play, good offensive play, good de- I think it's gonna be a little bit of that. I don't think it's gonna be close. I think one of either of these teams is gonna smoke the other team. They're going to make all the necessary adjustments. and they're But going to I think you're it. going to see a lot of big plays by both teams in both sides of the ball. It's just a question of who actually finishes drives and scores touchdowns. And not to, I think you're going to have a much higher scoring game. I think this is going to be like a 28-24, 28-21. Like there's going to be. See, you, I don't think it is. I, I think that one team is going to make the necessary adjustments. The other team will not. And you're going to see like a, you're going to see like a 28, seven game, which team now? that's the thing. Uh, based off what we've seen from the giants recently, I that's, don't think, the, I, don't I, I don't think, I honestly think that giants have too many injuries and their offense is compromised. I don't think, I think people figure, I think people teams figured out very quickly after week 10 that the Giants are more heavily relying on Saquon Barkley. You're putting eight, they you, want to admit. You're putting eight. eight in the you're putting eight in the box and daring Daniel, them to throw. And Daniel Jones cannot be you consistently. Daniel Jones is capable of making one to two throws a game down the field, 30 yards, 20 yards. Nice, a nice right, post. But not, cons- nice. not consistent but enough. He's, where he's he gonna miss five. He's gonna miss seven of them. Like, right. I'm sorry, he's gonna miss. He's gonna throw ten times past fifteen yards, and he's gonna make two of them and miss seven or eight of them. See what they have to see. Also, too, you you talked about how the Dolphins have their run game and the short is their short passing game, the two yard outs and stuff like that. Right. Honestly, the Giants need to do more of that. Personally, to, to to loosen it up a little bit, but the problem is they don't have someone who's fast enough. They don't have it. They don't have they don't have a Tyreek Hill. They don't have someone quick to do that to take a little bit of pressure to run a screen. They don't have that stuff. And honestly, Saquon's still banged up, so I don't know how healthy he is. I don't. I, if they go down by you know a score or two, uh, it's going to be tough to dig out of that hole. I've been saying it all year. I just don't. I don't see it happening. It's games like this that, honestly, you see how big of a loss somebody like Sterling Shepard was. Absolutely. You know what, though? I really can't complain too much because they're playing a game that matters in December for the first time in like five years. So at least I could have a little bit of stress right before Christmas. Yeah, I (laughs) Listen, if this is the last time the Jets and the Giants had relevant December football was 20. Right. Because how many times like has it been where by Halloween, you're just like, oh, God, these teams are like a combined. In the last last six years, almost every year, like every year in the last five or six years since the since the boat game for the Giants. I was just going to say, I was just going to say the the Giants won seven games this year and they were like seven and two at one point and no one's brought up the fucking boat game. I'm so sick and tired of that shit. None of those players are on this team anymore except Shepard. It doesn't fucking matter. The team was badly coached, badly run, badly drafted. Everything that was bad that that could have happened, happened. Them going to a fucking boat party didn't 
Oh, we lost John again. His internet went out. Hmm. It didn't matter. John is right. It it mattered. It's that wasn't the point I was making. I know he knows this, but John John's very he's burned by this. It hurts him very very deeply. No, the, the you boat made game. him so mad that his internet went out. Oh, you're okay. John's back. Hello. What the hell's going on? So you're just you're tired of the boat game, John. That's maybe the, I, the I guess maybe maybe I just need you know what it is because whenever the Giants would be like oh and five it's like they've won five games since this picture was taken it's like who gives a shit no one's on no, the team anymore I mean out. listen that editing. wasn't the point I was making the point was is that the last time the Giants were relevant was the year that that happened yes yes it was the last year they made the playoffs and I get it and they got blown out and they lost and the whole thing and it doesn't look good when you, go, do. when you go partying and the whole thing I get it. But like every year, we have to see the boat party picture. Yes. Like, you know, like like NFL teams don't go hanging out on a bye week or whatever. Like, like, like what's his face who got to an ATV accident? Like exactly. On. So it is what it is. But again, I'm sorry. I, no, I just no, I, you hit a nerve on that one because it's just I'm it's so it's, sorry. <laughs> no, it's just I'm just tired of it. And I'm but like I said, I'm just glad that these games actually matter and they're playing for something. I'd rather I'd rather this team, this and this coaching staff build the team the way they want to build it and take the time, take the time and use this as a learning experience. Hey, listen, we were pretty good, but you know what? We're really not that good. We have to take a step back. So, like I said, I think there's two wins in their in their upcoming schedule. But again, we'll get to them as we we'll talk about it as we get to them. But I don't see that. I don't see it happening this week. And last game of the week. Uh you Monday night football Rams against the Packers. Great in preseason. And now it's a dumpster fire. I mean, this is probably a Packers win, right? At home. Should yeah, be. Should be. You know, I mean, but Aaron Rodgers just looks so pedestrian. Like as Christian, long as he as Christian long as, Watson's come on late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cost, cool. cost already some money. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's I, nice. mean, I mean, they're favored by six and a half at home, so should should win comfortably. Like, I don't see them. I don't know if I'd bet that line, but I mean, they're, 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 they're heavy, they're they're heavy favorites, though. They're, Bear, they're almost Bears, minus three hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say Bears on the money line. What is that? Minus three hundred? Yeah. No, not the Bears. The Packers. I mean, the Packers. Sorry, Packers. There you go. Yeah, it's minus three hundred. So they they're expected to win. I'm not surprised. But again, there's really not much to say. The the Rams are on their like tenth quarterback. The Packers have underachieved all year. I'm just, you know, again, you just hope for a good game. Best, best, really best money line bet of the week, by the way, I would say, just in case anybody cares. Giants are plus 180 um, on the money line, and the Cardinals are plus 120 against the Broncos. Those are, and the Steelers are plus 120, 130, depending on where you look on. Yeah, the I would probably take now. the Steelers. I saw I'd, that. Yeah, plus 128, a little, maybe a little underdog uh, action. Ravens, Ravens are plus one thirty on the the Browns. It's also not a bad one because they could still score. I, I think it'd still be the Browns. I just don't know how well. But anywho, moving on, Kevin. I apologize. No, you're good. You're good. Um, we've teased it long enough. Yeah. Uh, Before we get into this, do you want to hit any World Cup? Because we have our matchup: France, Argentina. We do. Um, so, Mbappe, I mean, Messi. The Battle of the Ebbs. Yeah. Uh, it's, the old, old, gu- old guard are, versus new guard, basically. 
basically, it sort of. It should be a tremendous final. Like Europe versus South America, we still made it happen. Yeah. For for all the bullshit, as far as like all the off field shit, the death of Grant Wall that put a shadow of everything Mm because everybody was trying to figure out whether or not it was legitimate or whether or not it was shady um it's for all the migrant worker crap you you mean it's shady (laughs) no 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 um i I saw the report the wife came out and wife is a doctor and works with Biden administration unfortunately grant wall had a aortic aneurysm so like you can't fake just, that right you, you can't, can't poison yeah, you can't poison that into existence right kind of. it unfortunately it happened and you know condolences out to grant wall and his family that yeah, sucks for sure that that absolutely sucks uh young guy who is probably the preeminent and the one voice in u.s soccer that we had at the beginning and you know it's, it's just one of those unfor- unforeseen things so very sad um right. but yeah. um that said, all the other off the field issues, the games have actually been great. Um, a yeah. lot of excitement. It's been, lot it's been of, one of the most of... exciting World Cups in the Absolutely. last, the like, last five. Of... It's just the most exciting out of the last five, I would say, since Italy right. won. And, you know, we nobody thought that Morocco was going to stun Spain and Portugal back to back and make it in semis, but Naughty. but there we are. Awesome. You know what I mean? They they, they got awesome. there and it was it was great. And they had they had themselves a hell of a run. And Croatia, you know, great solid team, but nobody thought that Brazil was going to get, you know, sent home, sent back and denied. Um, And, you know, that the semifinal games were great. I mean, this kind of this, this, this World Cup kind of felt like the NCAA tournament, like how. Exciting yeah, the, it was. The Cinderella team. Like, like it had that fucking Cinderella, like, you know, it had, like, it had that. Part and of it has rooting for Morocco. Not yeah, I, of course, I, I want it to happen. There were fr- there are French Morocco Moroccan citizens who were like, "Who do I fucking root for today?" Absolutely, you know, yeah. people who Absolutely. are from Morocco, family from Morocco, living in France. You know, descendants of Morocco. Like, you know, they're French. They're French citizens. They're more well, like they what, can what's be. What's his face? The fucking president went into both locker rooms. He uh, yeah, because it's like yeah, they were they were a French rooms. colony for such a long time. It's right. like. A lot of lot of ties between those two countries. Like, it's it's wild. Like, that's it, who. That's I mean, crazy. It, cool. It was it, really cool. It was really cool to watch. I had it, it on. It was TV. really cool. Um, again, uh, Morocco gave. Oh, they, 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 they gave a close. Good, they, they came. They, super they, they rang close. one off the post on the. I was like, oh kick. shit! Here we go. They're they, and they, I yeah. thought it was going to happen. If they if that goal went in, I think that that match would have been that match was going to penalties. They would have been they yeah, would have no, kept up it, with them. They they had their shot, um, fought valiantly, but it it is what it is. I mean, we're going to get France against Argentina. It's going to be a great final. It it two be. of the two of the top three or four te- clubs that the teams that were in this tournament. So it's right, and it's you and, know the blue bloods won out at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you get your you get your money matchup. Everybody, like you said, old guard versus new, and does Messi Messi's prob- probably Messi's last World Cup, and... his last World Cup, and his moment. You know, I mean, he's never won the big one. Does he's he? He's got to he's got to win this. Does he, does he win this one? And he would does he be a god. Right off into the sunset. He would be a god, dude. For all think about that... think about how that would do for the Ronaldo Messi debate. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it would change uh, no, a lot no, of things. Not even that, but just the debate 
overall. Like people say, oh, Messi's good modern, but where does he compare to a Maradona or a Pele? That that debate would be over. He that would wins be over. That he cup, would be a god. Over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he would be a god. Yeah. That's it. Like that. That's done. He's the guy. Um, I think it happens. I think that all. I think, and I think he scores a goal and like you know he does. He wins it. It's yeah. There's there's. I think everything's in place for him to win it, and I think everybody's rooting for it, and everybody wants it, and I think that essentially, like, there there's too much cosmically in play, whether it be via his doing or the refs or FIFA or anything else, like even consciously or subconsciously, you're going to call that game differently. Knowing everything that's at stake for that guy's legacy, you're, you're going to, you're going to call that game favorably. You're not going to let him play. You're not going to, you're not going to, you're going to give him every opportunity to win that game. Guess who's flying back to Qatar to play in the final for France. Benzema, uh, Kareem Benzema. Are, are you really? serious? He's flying back. They said he was given the green light. He can. I don't know if he's definitely doing it. But I just, wow. I was just re- he's dude had a thigh injury and he was hasn't. That played would change the, things. That would absolutely that would, change. Yeah, things. if he can play, and he's ninety percent, eighty five, ninety percent. He's he equalizes that the stri- the striker position. Oh yeah, he he definitely equalizes that that disparity up front with. Between that's the their weakness. That's France's weakness right now. They they're matched. They're even in the midfield. They're even on defense. Argentina's front, like their strikers, are just done so well, much better. I, and and I mean, it, it's two different arguments now. It's Messi's last dance, and you know that that Michael to to equate it that like Michael Jordan last dance quality of like you want to see it happen versus does France have a dynasty on their hand where they're not going to get stopped for the next four or five years and they already won last time. So like, is it a dynasty in the making? Like, dude, are we just going to see them roll people for the next 48 years? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's why they play the game. Yes. All right. (laughs) We've, we've, we've played it off enough. No, no, that's fine. No, listen, it's going to be good. I'll I'll, I'll, listen. The whole world will definitely be watching. It's, it's going to be fun. I, you know these sporting events, like it's not like the Super Bowl. It's like it's and it's more exciting than the Olympics because there's too many things in the Olympics no one cares about. Like <laughs> like this is just the one thing. Like it's the biggest soccer tournament. It's the biggest sporting event in the world, and it's only once every four years. And it's where everyone's like, even people who don't care about soccer, like you turn it on, everyone's like, oh my god, let's watch. Like we'll watch it. Like right, and, you, yeah. and you get excited. That's right. That's right. So, All right. Is it time to talk? NFL playoff clinching scenarios. Yeah, we could do that real quick. We'll just we'll run through this real quick. Hold on. All right. Playoff scenarios. Here we go. All right. So for the AFC Buffalo Bills, there's four ways they could clinch a playoff berth uh, Sunday, Saturday. If they win, tie and Chargers lose tie and the Jets lose and New England lose or the last way they tie Jets lose New England ties and the Chargers tie so basically if the the Buffalo Bills three teams behind them yeah yeah the Buffalo Bills control their own destiny if they win they clinch they clinch the playoff spot so got it okay basically win so if they win they're in done Um, the Chiefs can clinch the division 
with a win. Oh, God. A Chargers loss. That's wild. Or if they both tie. That would be the first team to win the division. Right. right. Not just a playoff spot. Holy shit. Right. So they can, So like I said, Chiefs can win the division with a win, a Chargers loss, or both teams tie. So that's that. Damn. And Kansas City can clinch just a berth with a tie. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a bunch all, of loot, every, yeah. Yeah, every, I'm not even going to get into it. Every scenario involves a Kansas City tie, which I don't see happening. Right. So basically, if they win, which they should, they're going to clinch the division. Or the Chargers Damn. lose. Right. Or the Chargers lose, which is possible. Whatever. Um, so Dallas now going to the NFC. Dallas has. Billy can't do anything to improve their position. They can't. Right. They can clinch a playoff berth if they win. If they tie and the Giants-Washington game doesn't end in a tie. Oh, okay. If they tie or Seattle and Seattle loses or ties. If Seattle loses and Detroit loses or ties. Or if Seattle loses and Washington loses. Interesting. So it's a lot of different things, a lot of moving parts. Just basically, like I said, well, that's the, the reason that that happened, that last one is because if the Giants win and the Seattle loses, they would be tied with the Giants, but they have the tiebreaker over the Giants. Correct. So correct. Correct. Matter. Correct. So yeah. So like I said, like I said for the other one, just win and you clinch a spot. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, the Vikings can clinch the North if they win or tie. Or if Detroit loses or ties. Oh. So if the Jets beat Detroit, they'll clinch the North no matter what. But Wow, that's right. The, that's amazing that after all this time, the Lions are the... Yeah, holding everything up. Hmm. So, wow. yeah. So, so, yeah. But like I said, but again, Minnesota controls their own destiny. Just win and you clinch the division. And... Arthur's uh, fighting 49ers, Brock Purdy and the gang. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Basically clinched the NFC West with a win. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, they win. They win. The, they, they win the NFC West if they win the game tomorrow. That's it. Just win. Just win, baby. Right. Well, it's it's because it's against Seattle. That, that's right. So right. That's, yeah, you're, you're essentially they, elim- they, you're eliminating them. Not eliminating, but you're limiting their options. Their options. Right. Got it. Well, because they they beat because they already beat Seattle. That's why, right? So they now you're you're Seattle. you have the you have the double tiebreaker, if you will. So if they're the only team that can catch you and you beat them twice, you're it's not already, gonna, you they, can't you can't finish it. behind them, right? They can't, right? They 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 have too many wins, right? Okay, all right, fair enough. That was easy. All right, now yeah, not not as not as in depth. It's just you know what it is when you get into like the third and fourth option of, of no the, like the, tie, the ties with ties yeah, the ties just, with other teams tying is just never gonna it's happen. It's so murky <laughs> where it's like oh yeah. They can clinch if they if they tie this team ties and loses or whatever. It's just you know getting the weeds if with God that. strikes down with lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah, it just gets weird. That's why, like, I was like, hey, I'm not even going to read this because it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh. But whatever. So just now on it. now on to John's real soapbox question. Oh please, I've, I've been I've it's been all of our all this. of our soapbox question. Who am I? Listen, kidding? so we've been talking about this. We we uh, what was it two episodes ago? We talked about the state of kind of New York sports radio a little bit, and our all opinions sport, on it. All and sports talk and radio sport, and right. sports talk in general, whether it's the national you know shows or the local shows, whatever. You know, locally in New York, Mike Francesa and Chris Russo probably they're legends. They they made their mark on what 
sports radio talk is today because they pretty much set the format more or less back in the early, you know, late eighties, early nineties and up till 2000, yeah, was no, it 2008? No you, you can't deny it. It's, you know, whatever. Right. So they split in 2008. Russo went to Sirius XM. Francesca stayed at WFAN in New York until what was it two years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, um, two, three years ago. Yep. And Chris Russo still on Sirius XM. He's still on and everywhere on. else. Right. And every, but he has other jobs, but like his sports talk, like his bread and butter is that sports talk show. Mad yeah, Mad Radio. Um, Radio is his bread and butter right now. Right. So there's been rumors now that they want to get these two back together. God. First. All right. So it's two different things. I only wrote one down, but it's two different things. They want to get Chris Russo and Mike Francesa on first take with Stephen A. Smith. And they want to have Smith and like Russo one on time. The- like one time, like thing a one time, like, a- like I think a one time thing. Right, that's fine. Go ahead, so, knock yourself but, out. Nobody cares. Yeah, but but here's the thing, though. Like, so they want to have Smith and Russo debating back and forth because it'll just be two guys yelling at each other. So then, what's better which than two guys? Done, yell- which they've had, right? So what's better than two guys yelling at each other is three guys yelling at each other. So like that's why I don't watch the show because I just can't. Yeah. So like I honestly wouldn't even watch, but it. I don't I don't for, I don't like first take and I don't like those type of shows because you just say stuff that's inflammatory. And I understand it's a take show, but like you just say stuff to say stuff and I don't like it. So and I think just putting these two together with Stephen A. Smith is just it's just going to be who could yell the loudest. And that's not fun to me as a sports fan. Personally, I don't know about you guys. No, it's not fun. So, like, that's just a big negative. That's a negative for me. Like, I don't I don't care who could yell the loudest. That doesn't mean you're right. You know, so that's that. I think the second thing that they want to do is get the two of them back together for how Peyton Manning and Eli Manning have their Manning cast for Monday Night Football. Now, I think. I think if just in a vacuum, that idea is fine because the two of them have a great knowledge of sports. They, you know, they did it for 30 years together. They, they know what they're talking about. But the problem is. I don't want that. First of all, I don't want them doing big games. I'd rather them do local stuff because that's what they know. Right. Do local stuff. Don't do the Super Bowl. Don't do a Monday night game. Don't do the NBA finals or whatever. No, I'd rather you do some, you know, Saturday afternoon Yankee game or a Yankee Met game or something like that. That's what they, that's what they should do. They should do the series. I don't, I don't do want I don't want them to do the big games. But the other thing is to the problem. See, it's also the problem I have with. Baseball is a good sport for that. It is because it's slow paced. It's slow paced and, you know, it's easier to break down. But but the problem I have with the Manning cast idea in general, and specifically the original Manning cast, is they have too many interviews. They don't they interview four people while the game's going on. I don't care about whatever product they're they're pushing or, you know, what stand up special you have or what book you wrote or just whatever. If you're just their friend, like 
I want the two of them, two of the better quarterbacks in the league of the last, you know, 20, 30 years to break down what they see. Why did he throw that interception? Why did they call this play? Why did they call that play? What kind of coverage are they in? You know, should he all, uh, whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Give me Tony Romo level. Analysis. Right. No. Right. I want to know. Tony I wanna, Romo is great. I love watching Tony. I Romo. want analysis of the game. I don't want the extra stuff. That's why I'm watching that. If I wanted to just watch the game, I'll watch the regular broadcast i want to watch i want to watch something where guys who played the game at a high level can break down what they're seeing in real time not you know a film show two or three days later like i want to see what's going oh yeah he threw that pick yeah the guy the safety came down or what you know whatever he cut off his route or whatever it was right i want them to be able to understand what's going on from a technical perspective right i want i, I want to get in- down I want the inside baseball stuff. You know why? Because and and people will say that, oh, well, that's for the hardcore person. Well, yeah, we're the hardcore fans. We're doing a sports podcast, for God's sakes. Like, we're the hardcore fans. That's who that's for. The right. casual fan will stay on the regular channel, whether it's ESPN, whatever, and watch the regular broadcast. I want the in-depth stuff because, honestly, one of the one of my favorite things about the Amazon Thursday nights is they have the next-gen stats broadcast. That's interesting. It it shows yeah, you like that stuff. It shows you different stuff, a different angle, shows you different a different way to see the game. And it's it's I, I don't know. I just don't want it to be the people pushing products or events or you know books or whatever. I don't care about the interview. I don't want jokes. I want I want it broken down. If that's what you're gonna do, if that's why they're there, then let them do that. Let them do what they're good at, not interviews. It's the same yeah. reason. It's the same thing with what Michael Kay and Alex Rodriguez for baseball. Like now it's just everyone's doing it. Like they do it. The, like I'm, I'm surprised they haven't done it for basketball yet. Like it's it's it probably, it probably is, but like, am I, am I out of line here? Am, am I, am, no. I not, am I not articulating it? Well, like, like tell me because no. No, I just, I, 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 I want, I, I want, I want the raw facts broken down. I don't want all the fluff that goes along with it. I just think it's that the first of all the Manning cast idea is only works because the Mannings are the Mannings and they have the personality and they have the skill to make that work. Number Correct. One. Absolutely. Number two, number two, I think it also I think you had said this and you had made this comment before. I think the reunion of Mike Francesa and Chris Russo is a decade too late. Like, I think we are. It is. I think it's 10 years too late. And I think we just have to be realistic about that. So ultimately, I think any of these ideas, when it comes down to it, is just like, you know, they have gone their separate ways. There's an entire generation or two generations of, of they don't know who they are. That don't know who they are. And it's like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we retreading this crap again? Like enough is enough. Right. That's see, that's my point. That's the, that's the honest point that I don't, people don't care about these guys because they're New York legends. Like I'm not too, like who's tuning in for the, like someone in a state, like not in the tri-state area is going to be looking at them. Like who are these guys? Like, what do I, why do I care about these guys? Right. Nobody cares. And that's, that's honestly the truth. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's, it's fair. Like, it's just they they can't admit it. They can't admit that ultimately, you know, they've run, they've run out of ideas. And, and I think that's the pervasive theme throughout all of sports talk radio and sports media in general is that they've they ESPN has run out of ideas and 
you they're know, just rehashing old shit. All they're just rehashing well, like that's everything. The, that's the, that's they, the they, problem. The, the, the 90s and the early 2000s ESPN coolness is gone. Barstool. Yeah, and, the mystique oh, is gone. The, right, the, the it's all rose at this point. Right. It's it's over. Like, and they're not the they're not they're not the only game in town. Like Fox Sports, CBS, NBC, they all have a you know they all have the equal competitive products now. And it's like, you know, right. you if that's how it's going to be, like. Then guess what? Like, if if I can go to CBS and make the same amount of money and and be under less scrutiny and less rigidity when it comes to the content of what I talk about, I'm going to go there and like, you know, it's the same. It's the same reasons. It's the same reason why all the referees retired and became rules analysts because you're making a boatload of money. You don't have to referee games, and if you're wrong, you're wrong, and no one cares. Right. Exactly. So, I'm with you, John. I think your your critiques. Are yeah, no, so you're you're 100 spot on. It's it's just I'm tired of the retreads. I'm tired of pushing products, and I understand you know that's what sells things and stuff like that. But I'm just I'm just tired of it. I don't care about. I hate I hate the product pushing. I hate I yeah. hate the product pushing in Super Bowl week when it's like you know every guest and in interview you have 12 interviews. Yeah, on, he, I, I have this. Day. I have this 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 this, this this cream or this this drink or this book I wrote. What I, I don't care. Just get me to the game. Like honestly, when the Giants were in the Super Bowl in 07 and and 2011, I didn't watch any pregame shows. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly couldn't do it. I just right. makes sense. Just you know, give me the analysis and just give me the football and we'll- right. I don't need all the extracurriculars. And I know that's an old school take, but it, it's no, it's just, it's, how, it's it's, just how I am. I think at some point, you, you, as a real fan, that's what happens. You kind of get too hard. much. It's too much. Like you know, the NFL has found a way to be in our lives. I think what eleven months out of the year, because what are we from? August is preseason, and then you got the regular season through what now February. The combine is in what March. April's the draft. That's right. OTAs are what? So, end so of, basically, end of May, June. May, May, well, right, but May and June are the only months that nobody cares about. Nobody really is interested in football. Right. And once have, July hits, we're, we're, we're into training camp and then we're, we're right sucked back into the storylines and that's it. Right. And you have free and free agency mixed in that whole time. And yeah, free agency is, is, is in March. <laughs> right. You know, it opens up in March and runs all the way through. I just, you know, it's found a way to be in our lives the whole time. You got to keep it interesting. And the problem is, I think that it's so saturated now, it's gotten stale. And this isn't just the NFL. It's it's everything, too, because, you know, baseball, like, listen, the MLB network. How do you talk about baseball in the middle of, like, winter aside from right now? Like, once the free agent stuff cools off, like, what is there to talk about except from, I guess, breaking down the teams? Yeah, they do. They travel to the to the you know to the pitchers and catchers because pitchers and catchers are you know in two months. So January is a dead month. It's all like you know, it's like oh, let's break down each team in depth. Like now that they now that they've done this, yeah, but you're not doing anything draft. until like March. You know what I mean? Like you're not really doing anything, right? Right. No, I know. And like I said, I'm not trying to sound like you know, oh, just you know, get over yourself or whatever. But it's just sometimes it's just like. I don't need I don't need two guys yelling at each other about an event that they don't even care about. They're just yelling to yell. That's see, that's the problem. But like, yeah, I don't I don't need the yelling anymore with Francesa and and, and Mad Dog. Like I'm we're over that. 
Like we we've sophisticated we've become sophisticated as a sports like, like media landscape. Also, too, like the other like the other day, I was watching. I was I think it was Monday. Michael Irvin yelling at I forget who else was on you know NFL Live or whatever about the Cowboy. Like just we don't need to yell. Like that's not why I'm watching the I game. Just break it down. Like I understand your big personalities and all that stuff, but like just. Just break break it down. I don't care why you're like. Just stop yelling at me. I just want to watch the games. No, that's why we do what we do. Absolutely. So that's why we're here. But like, we're not yelling. We're talking like we're human not. beings. You know, you know what I mean? Like, we're just having a good time. We're just having some fun. Some, just well, everyone have fun, man. Everybody have fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> and on you know, that note. And on that note. On on that note. We will continue to have fun. We will continue to bring you opinions and laughter and hard laughs into into the XFL, XFL coverage and God knows what else. Oh my God! <laughs> until until next week, friends. I still can't believe we did that. Yeah, it was no, fun. Whatever, it was we fun. had some, we had some fun. Yeah, you're right. We should always have fun. <laughs> all right, buddy. So, until all right. next week, friends. All right. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>